Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hey, this week on the program, break out your vague Eastern European accents and turn off your brain because we're talking about Despicable Me. I'm Andrew Jupin. Despicable Eric Siska. Christopher Cabin. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a fine program, uh, as such as it is here today. Uh, thank you for tuning in. As always, we are here as the summer blockbuster extravaganza rolls on to talk about the OG. You got to specify because this, this this has been a massive franchise now for a long time. Oh, the yeah. OG, Despicable Me, from 2010, directed by Chris Renaud and Pierre Coffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I, I, I wanted to be in a coffin when I was done watching yeah, this. Yeah, that's right. I was hoping you would go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too bad it wasn't directed by Peter Earn. If you like Despicable Me, it's time for the Earn. <laughs> Michael get, Shannon. Gonna get all those minions in an Earn, man. <laughs> oh, man. I, I wish. You know, we usually don't advocate genocide, but these things. Do you think the minions could vote? Is that something that? Oh can no, be? they don't oh, have no. rules. They oh, don't yeah. have rules. Uh, what am I saying? Not rules. Uh, 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 citizenship. Yeah. Well, oh, no, no, definitely way, not citizenship. No way. They they they're voting illegally. There was that movie, uh, Two Hundred Minions, or Two Thousand <laughs> Minions, and they were dumping ballots in boxes throughout mm. this the country. You know, trying to. Oh know, yeah, I remember that. with the election. Yeah, that was uh, that was very frightening, Eric. Uh, do you know? And- do you know the uh, the data that he uses in that movie? To, like, uh, no. to quote unquote prove his point, it's like all these. He's like following cell phone information, and he's oh. like, "Look at all the times these people drove by ballot drop off places." <laughs> and it's oh, like, "Okay, that's mm-hmm. it. Yep. That's the proof." Do you, you notice how the bus route goes near town hall? <laughs> Look, you just can't trust those cell phones, you know. That's mm. just the thing there. You can't get them. Oh, yeah. We should briefly let people know what we're referencing. 2000 Mules, the D- the Dinesh D'Souza uh, movie. Yes. Oh, sure. Now, is he a minion? I get those mixed up. He, I think he is, yeah. Yes. He used to, okay, yes. He's, he's definitely created by a fucking supervillain, that's for sure. Uh, well, he definitely enjoys showing his ass like one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's one totally. on him. His juicy minion ass. That he <laughs> Not a ton of juicy minion ass in this movie. That no. it, like it is here a little bit, but well, that they get, tease out in the sequels, I think. You it's do the root. grew as a baby photo of the Steve Carell character in this movie with a juicy little bottom. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, when his mother's embarrassing him, and then I'm embarrassed because it's fucking uh, voiced by uh, what's her face, Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews, yeah, yeah, that's sad. (laughs) She'll do your movie. Don't worry about it. Especially if it's a well, that's like with the voice thing. It's like when is it? Is it Thursday? I just show up, and Mm -hmm. then I'll read the script Wednesday morning. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) I think she narrated Two Thousand Mules. Actually, so (laughs) she'll do your movie. Look at those voting booths. (laughs) Oh, Oh, the cell phones passing by The voting drop-off boxes And then the next truck brought in four more voters (laughs) Uh, So, uh, uh, Chris, I know you're Mm -hmm. a big fan of these movies Oh, yeah Big time, you fucking pig Well, I I was shocked by the d- minion tattoo he got four years ago. Oh, yeah. That was a really yeah. surprising it's development. Yeah, it is. It's right look, on his butt. I mean, yeah. Look, it's like getting it right on the whole. I know it's not <laughs> oh, good for great. everyone, but I thought it was a good way to express the fact that I think that minions are the asshole of the world. <laughs> and that is really what they are. I mean, like, honestly, they take over, they took over everything. Like, the fucking. Illumination Entertainment, literally now, like always, like the stupid little uh, lamp for Pixar. Like every time it's shown, a little minion has to go. I'm like, bah, 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 bah. oh man! Right. And so, what else have they done? Are they the Sing people? Is that they, Illumination? That, I think so. They they I think work with Sony a lot. Or is this a Warner this, Brothers? No, this is Universal. Universal. Fuck. That's yes, why okay. there's NBC shit all over. You're the right. Yes, we're yes, doing yes, commercials yes. for NBC within this film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so I think ish. they do that. I think Universal and Illumination are partnered. Yes. And they do Secret Lights of Pets and Sing. Yeah. And Sing. Okay. And Secret Life of Pets movies, one of these two directors directed both of those. This might as well be Secret Lives of Movies because I ain't watching those. <laughs> <laughs> this, these minion voices, by the way, this infantilization of society begins here. My yeah. God. You need a baby Goo Goo Gaga thing? You need a baby Goo Goo Gaga thing? Yes, you do. I, I mean, I think that this, I, I, and I'll start here. I think that, like, I, I have young, I have young uh, nephews, and I've been in some rooms where the bad movie stops, and then it's like again. So I understand <laughs> that there's much worse shit out there for for parents that have to watch, and I can see where people are like, no, this is one of the good ones. I totally respect that for you mm. but for me it's not one of the good no ones. no and well, i hope your children always talk like minions for their whole fucking life and never develop <laughs> speech uh because you made them watch this franchise uh-huh. yeah i wonder about that are minions having a bad effect on speech development absolutely <laughs> no <laughs> from 2010 chris society i mean it wasn't that great to begin with but it sure. has gone it is is it going right down the toilet it is going right down the toilet i just don't think uh like no veronica the answer uh, uh the galapagos islands were not founded in <laughs> i think they just i'm not hearing that i don't think that's happening no it's, here's it's, the it's, thing yeah. here's the thing that's difficult for me to uh to, to sort of parse out here Like so for this movie I should say Maybe we'll do this uh, You know Weigh in if you want to I've seen This movie before And I've seen The first Minions movie I haven't seen Any Despicables Sequels And that new Minions movie Isn't out yet So I've seen two of 
what will be five of these movies? This is I, my I, first experience and yep. my last experience, hopefully. Fingers uh, crossed. Similarly, uh, or uh, related to what I was just talking about, my my nephews were so into the first Minions movie, and it was just kind of on. <laughs> with like, sure. So I've seen mm-hmm. a, most of it, uh, but never like paid attention to it. I, I've seen the first two Despicables and the Minions. Wow. I have not. I have not seen the third one, even though. Uh, uh, Trey Parker is in it, so it would be you would think it'd be the one I would see, but nope. Oh wow! Not even the promise of doing voices that kind of sound like South Park voices could get you to watch. <laughs> it didn't even draw me in somehow. Now I will say so with this first movie. Here's what I have a problem with, um, just like for myself, all of the Gru and little kids stuff I do not care for. <clears throat> All of the minions talking, I do not care for. <laughs> what is funny to me is anytime there is physical violence put against a minion, yep. watching these things get knocked around and blown out into space and lit on fire and whatever, that is fucking hysterical I, to me because I hate them so much and to see them fall on hard times I in think, any way is awesome. I think that is inseparable from this like addiction this country has with these things. Is that <laughs> I right? Think, I really do think like it's it's both the fact that like yeah it, it's it's essentially like uh, like su- like subverbal looney tunes. Yes. Right. Which I've we don't heard. have any like yeah that that like almost like a what we what, uh the best parts of not the best parts the worst parts of roadrunner <laughs> cartoons because it was there's was no dialogue and Ooh. it was just like you could just watch it anytime and be like oh that thing got hit that's fine yes this, yeah. sure. or they reverse engineered teletubbies and they try, and they somehow <laughs> got adults into it and now you see people <laughs> with t-shirts of these things yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that's a real water park situation, you know. Absolutely, I mean? <laughs> absolutely, dude. You will see minion t-shirts at the water park. You will see minion t-shirts at the Six Flags, where maybe mm-hmm. the minions themselves are fucking dancing around. I don't even know. You will see minion t-shirts at the uh, Capitol riots on Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, dude. Some of the minions fucking participated. Speaking, oh, since, we're on, since we're on minions, and we'll probably stay on minions for the rest of the episode. I. One thing that I hate about this movie, because last night was the first time I've ever seen this movie all the way through, and it wasn't shocking, but it was annoying that this movie, I kind of hate when this happens uh, in big box studio movies, wherein they know what they have. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the movie hasn't come out yet, and like, in the notes section, somebody was like, more Minions. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, absolutely. These minions are going to take off, and somebody called that properly. So now they're above the title card. They're they're fucking around in the credits, and like, <laughs> there's a minions fucking sequence in the in the grocery store for no reason, yeah. all because some executive, again, rightfully, was like more minions, more. And it Fa- just, yep. I hate when movies reek like that, fellas. Yes, it's Terry Universal. How you doing? I saw the little yellow things. The fucking fans are going to love them. What can you do with their asses? Is there anything you could do with their butts? or a- yeah, You want to copy them? You want to copy the oldest joke, the joke that was written in 1912? Sure. Yes. Now, Why don't we do that? Gentlemen of the board, we all know that Simpsons pornography is illegal, but... <laughs> What if we were to make these minions sexualized in the sequels? It's kind of a loophole. You, you know, I uh, I was wrong. I was against the minions at first. I was like, who wants to watch sentient butt plugs in, uh, you know, in, in overalls? But there I was, uh, you know, I watched the dailies and wow, these things really pop. 
More vintage. Put them in the credits. You just landed on something, Steve. Calling these things sentient butt plugs because my biggest beef with these things, the design of them, is the fact that they do come in different sizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, it should have been a uniform across the board. <laughs> they all look the exact same because there's the one that's taller and a little bit thinner, and he's the guy you start out with, dude. There, but there's also you know one what I mean that has when one when eye. You, there's yes. one eyes and two eyes as well. Well, sure, it's a but spectrum, Eric. I don't like that. <laughs> What a but long cylindrical thing with that's yellowish uh, that has one eye, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then Got it. You make uh, you you kind of moan and goo goo gaga when you play with it. Yes. <laughs> I bet you somewhere out there there's like a fucking boutique dildo company that made a minion vibe. Oh, 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 yeah. Absolutely not me? even a question. If you can get Jesus on the cross dildos, <laughs> you can yeah. get a minion dildo. Oh, yeah. And, the, and that would be great to have a minion butt plug because it does. none of them are as curvy as the butt plug really is. Mm, they're more like they're more like ear plugs. Like, like those <laughs> yeah. like, plugs. Yeah. They're just like two, like they're uniform in shape. Like the, they're all different, but like none of them like change mid shape. Like it's just one cylinder. It's all chalk. It's like broken pieces of chalk, essentially. <laughs> and, I mean, we should address the uh, lawsuit in the room or the, the lawsuit that never happened. Uh-huh. These are just the aliens from Toy Story. Like, let's just yes. oh, yep. call it what it oh, is. Sure. It's, just, yeah, yeah. it's exactly the, like, they walk around. It's the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? And, like, they were like, let's just do that and hope we don't get sued. And sure enough, they didn't get sued. But, Steve, you cannot. Gently slide one of them vending machine <laughs> aliens up your ass the way you could these butt plug minions. That's true. That's they very perfected true. the formula with these ones. <laughs> they did. Yes. You know what's a kind of a funny, funny little scene here in in the beginning of the movie because it doesn't have anything to do with Gru, the three children, or any minions whatsoever. Is these fucking pig Americans on vacation in Egypt? Mm, yeah, I loved this. I was like, "Oh, roast me, roast me <laughs> some more!" Look at these disgusting Americans on vacation right they here. They were man. particularly vile. These people, my lord, oh, Eric, total pig even, people. Eric, they even had a disgusting ship boy. They did. That, they did. They, uh, I thought this kid was dead. I thought this kid was dead. I was like, all right, we're doing, we're getting, I mean, this movie gets almost dark a couple of times and, you know, credit-ish where credit-ish is due. And, you know, this kid <laughs> plummets. You're like, is that, oh no, he bounced because it's actually uh, a big inflatable uh, pyramid. So there's that. Right. So, someone pyramid. stole the pyramid and it's making all the villains look bad. I just and that's the thing too that the laziness of villain I think in yes. quota- in quotation marks like yeah. is this because it, it never goes there it doesn't do is it uh, are we talking villain in a supervillain sense or there's superheroes somewhere are we talking uh, villain in a James Bond kind of sense is there probably, a James Bond out like the, probably you, that right wouldn't it be interesting to have a, you know the minions fu- like fucking shove themselves into James Bond's butt. Yes. <laughs> like it would be, and that would make so much sense if there was some either like a superhero and or a James Bond or even a fucking, oh man, it would be great if, the, if he was just, I am villain in Steven Seagal movie. Like it's just like, <laughs> and it's just, these fucking minions are gonna go, uh, 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 these, do these minions bounce? And he just starts kicking them around. I started eating these minions. <laughs> these minions are delicious. I met Steven Seagal in, in Russia and he started baiting my minions. Yeah, put a little Old Bay seasoning on these minions. It's, uh, it's really delicious. Hey, 
Hey, could you give me some garlic sauce? I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> gonna wrap these uh, minions up with some garlic sauce and the pita. Hey, crew, time for a minion po' boy, son of a bitch. I'm having a minion po' boy, making a, a fun non-on style sandwich of your, your minions. I'm I'm having a a, a minion and gravy uh, slurry, <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm just going to drink it all down. Gravy and minions. I'm glad he's introducing all these great American classic foods to uh, that region of Eastern Europe. Yes. Yeah, Russia doesn't have gravy. So yeah. I like I like also that he's just essentially the walrus and the carpenter in this scenario. That's how that's gonna go. Uh, yes, just about. Mm-hmm. Look, uh, I think he just eats everything. Is, yeah, is genuine. I, be, I think he's starting to eat plastic like in Crabs of the Future. <laughs> oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah, man, I'm just eating this lunch tray. <laughs> it's delicious. Have you have you ever eaten a trash can? They're delicious. Oh man. That kid eat that trash can at the beginning of that movie. Fuck. Uh, I'm, I'm classified as, as cargo now because I'm like a goat. <laughs> I can ride below the plane. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. put a ro- rope around my neck and tie the rope to the floor. It's actually so much easier and cheaper to fly when you can check yourself as a luggage. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy to announce that I'm partnering with James Cameron and he's going to bring me to the bottom of the sea to eat old, uh, old ship crashes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me and James Cameron are cleaning up the seven seas. Let me let me check my body. Do I have room for one more ship? Yes, I do. Yes. Uh, here we go, Lusitania. Down you go again. That's why he's as big as a blimp, folks. Like, down some- you go again. I, down you go again. That is fucking funny, Chris. I okay. want I want someone either to do art or indoor if you're a video game. Give me a, a Steven Seagal Kirby. There you go. That's what Ooh, I want. That's <laughs> perfect. Just him yeah. like. It's like Kirby's got a black dyed mustache. <laughs> yeah. And he's probably got like the little sword like Kirby does. It's like yes. probably it's like some like Turkish terrorist gave it to him <laughs> for being in the same religion as him. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man. Can we say that the music in this movie is amongst the worst music I've ever heard scored entire? Not, there was some. Uh, who is it? Is it? It's Pharrell. Pharrell. Baby. It's Pharrell did all the music, but I think the score was somebody else. I said score, but I But no, the music, the pop music in this movie is all Pharrell, and it is all fucking terrible. And you can yep. spell fuck with a ph if you'd like, because that's <laughs> fun too. It's some of the worst. Once he. Left- hey, by the way, hang on a second, just really quickly. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, the score also co-written by uh, Pharrell and this dude, uh, Hater Pereira, uh, who's done a bunch of uh, music and shit uh, and other stuff for movies. But Pharrell Williams, responsible for some of the score you're hearing too, dude. That's, oh, fuck off. He, he's so bad. Once he left the clips, it was bad. I mean, he's occasionally you still get a good beat from him and some rapper can do sure. something with it but like really the pop stuff with him has been an absolute disaster now this we, is what we were trying to talk about last night and we couldn't remember was that fucking happy song roped yes. into one of these movies uh, yes it was oh, or at least it was yeah, the, the advertising it, definitely with the advertising Listen, I don't know okay. about yeah, it, it, it was like the minions being greased up with oil <laughs> and being all you've seen all the little curvature, their fannies, and they're playing the happy song. Yeah, and it's they're shaking the, the oiled up fannies back and forth while uh-huh. happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, they were it's, twerking, which was popular at the time. Yes, they they still twerk <laughs> to this day, Eric. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah, still. <sighs> Wonderful. Just like I'm having a bad, bad day. 
You better get out of my way. People will tell you that's the best music ever written. So I'm that's sorry. what I keep I know hearing. People like it's okay to like a movie. I don't. I don't think we said that for this episode yet. But it is. Yeah. It is. It is. I don't get it, but it is. Sure. Yeah. And I don't know. Just, I don't get it with this one quite either. I, this is also. Uh, we'll get to the uh, action sequences, but like. This is one of those movies, and animated movies did this a bunch, especially uh, in the 2010s, where you're just doing like sci-fi action scenes, but animated, like ones that everybody right. already knows, but like you're just animating them in this way, and it's just so obvious. Like the Star Warsiness of like at least two of these chases, yeah. is so ridiculous that it, like I, I genuinely was groaning because it doesn't. I mean, like that's things that either make it a comedy or like full on comedy, and like you know this. You're, you're clearly going that way. You cast Steve Carell. You cast uh, uh, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel, yes, uh, and you know Jack McBrayer and all these different people. So it's, clearly we're going that way. But like then you have to have the action. You have to have the adventure. You have to have the family because you. Just, it's just a thing. It's just a big box of a thing, and hopefully <laughs> everyone gets something that they enjoy. Yeah. It's I'm, a real throw it at the wall and see what sticks kind of movie. Absolutely. I will say Jason Segal. I think he's the best part of this movie as Vector. Yes, yeah. I think I think so too. Gives you a shit. I feel like no one else <laughs> really does. You can't tell that it's him, which is nice too. Yeah. I completely, yeah. for having seen this movie before, I completely erased his existence from my memory. Like I was like, oh, Jason Siegel's in this movie. Oh, he's like sort of the villain. Weird. No well, relation to me. His uncle Steven. <laughs> <laughs> See, everyone's related to someone, folks. That's how they got in Hollywood. What was being spelled and pronounced differently? <laughs> you know, oh, do you need help forgetting Sarah Marshall? Because I could eat her. <laughs> I could eat her. Oh, I could eat her and Russell Brand. That's or right. I could just beat the shit out of you until you literally forget her. That's right, freaks and geeks, kids. I also have a, a bad reputation of stealing and imprisoning women. <laughs> yeah, it's not just James Franco, okay? <laughs> if you don't have, if you have the balls to build your own dungeon, James Franco. Get out of the big leagues. Uh, but like, yeah, so it's, it's and that's the thing. So, so the one thing that really bugged me about this movie, it doesn't have an engine at all. Like there's no, like in the middle of it, Russell Brand is Dr. Nefario, which we'll get into. is like, oh, we need to do, we need to steal the moon within 12 days. And I'm like, 12 days. <laughs> like, yeah, it just, it's just like something about like the curvature of something's lining up perfectly yada but know. you just want something wherein this movie actually moves forward for a reason you know what i right. mean like well, you need a different plot right because like yeah. someone steals the pyramids now grew this evil genius or whatever is upset wants to also steal something and now they're going to steal the moon I, it's all ego driven which i you know i understand that for a super villain but like i need something more well, tenable or so i don't know well, the problem here to me is that like Pixar kind of ruined animated movies for everyone else because now all of the like you have to have like new Hollywood like style story beats for your stupid fucking movie with the minions. Like I, I, none of this makes sense. Like it would be great if you could actually like it, understand the uh, uh, world of Despicable Me. Like there's a bank. You have a fucking villain has to go get a bank loan. Yes. To fund your thing. That's a funny, interesting idea. You do nothing with it other than move the plot along. You don't well, do it like <clears throat> I, I, I really don't think there's like other than like, oh, prove to me that you have uh, 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 you can get a shrink ray. And I'm like, hey, this is kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Just this scene alone. Yeah. But 
if you explore the world, maybe there's fun stuff in there. Well, the thing is, this movie's leaving comedy on the table right and left. Like, once you get the moon involved, you don't have him, like, like flicking the little American flag off of it or anything like that. Yeah. There's no reference to any of that. Oh, no. that would be kind of funny, actually. I'm sure a bunch of people would get pissed off about it, though. The only um, reference to the moon landing is the minions acting like NASA control when he does finally blast yeah. off. And it's just obnoxious, folks. <laughs> uh, oh, what was I going to say about all that? Oh, fuck. I forgot. Now I forgot. The minions are draining my fucking... Oh, the thing with the villain. Yeah, the world thing, right? Like, that's that's this problem because... On its face, it's an interesting idea for a world, right? Like the villain side of things. Sure. And exploring that and building it out in such a way. I feel like the problem is you tie in. I don't feel like I know. The problem is you tie in these fucking children. Yes. And that handicaps every. It just fucking cuts your legs off. You like, also don't need you can't them. do the anything. Min- the minions are children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Why uh, do but- I have two two groups of children? Because there, and also there's no specific milieu to this, so it's just sort of villain. He's a villain, and it's like, well, what exactly is that? And that's sort of where things start to fall apart. And like the bank is sort of interesting. Like, is there a league of villains? Is there a union? You know, these yeah. are things that could make sense. Like, oh, you know, your you know your union dues are up at the end of the month, and he's like, oh my gosh, at the end of month, I need to steal a moon. Like, there you go. Right. You know it I mean? has like, there has to be something. It's it's just because The Incredibles was popular like 6 years prior. Yes. That's why this exists. Yeah, that's the main reason. Yeah. And like god, man, Steve Carell must have seven golden houses. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. off of this shit. Like I kind of like and like okay, if it's the, if if this is keeping him away from doing stuff like that fucking uh, John Stewart movie. Uh, <laughs> By the way, oh, I, think, yeah. I think Corell is is considered an oligarch now from his vast wealth. Pro- probably at this point, he might just be. He might. I mean, he might actually be Donald Rumsfeld. He played him in Vice. <laughs> he might have that kind of money at this point. Was that a movie? The the John Stewart movie is that called Milk Toast? I forget. Was that yes? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that was. Uh, yeah, in, it's, it's it's a it's Milk Toast colon. Everybody's a little wrong. <laughs> That's what the country needs to hear, folks. Yeah, for sure. What That's the fuck definitely. was it at? What was it called? Like v- voting night or something? <laughs> <laughs> Irreversible? No, no, that's no, that's no. Not. yes, it was. That was it. Check Unelectable. It out. Uh, Here like I come, that. Monica Bellucci. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Maybe that won't work. It uh, was uh, <laughs> Welcome to Marwin. Is that what yeah, it was? No, 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 no. no but that movie is also fucking. I'm looking terrible. it up. I'm looking it up. I'm gonna get this it. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. You cannot fucking tell the name of this movie. I, uh, I'm really trying here. Uh, is it irrefutable? Irresistible. There it is. <laughs> it turns out it was resistible. Yeah. <laughs> like Very. that's the thing. You should never title your movie in a way that when it's terrible, funny quote unquote reviewers can slam you in a fucking tweet or like review headline yeah. like that. Don't make it easy for the New York Post. Can I stump <laughs> the room yet again? Sure. Can anyone name the exact title? Of the movie with him and Ryan Gosling hitting on ladies. Oh, oh crazy uh, stupid love. Oh yes. wow. I was I that has stumped me. Like I've talked about that movie with my wife, and I'm like, 
It's called We're Around. Like, I've never <laughs> been able to figure out the Oh, name yeah. Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling in yes. Who's Horny? Uh, is that what it was called? No, no. It's Crazy Rich Asians. That's what it is. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the one. I actually, I will say, I don't think that that movie is terrible. That's actually a kind of funny enough rom-com. I'm sure it's fine. I just, I, it's a movie that I could never remember. What... Oh, oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It was the funny thing is like, I don't know that I would have remembered the title because Chris was saying it, he got it right quick, but I do remember that poster for whatever yes. reason. Man, these, um, these Steve Carell movies, folks, we're talking about. You don't even want to know. Anyone, anyone want to talk about, uh, uh, obviously you got your Dan, Dan in real life. You want, Hope Springs, anybody? Oh, God. Anyone want to sit I have no idea. He, no. Oh, you know what? That He was supposed to... He replaced Philip Seymour Hoffman in a, in the movie about Tommy Lee Jones can't get a boner for uh, yep. Mer- Meryl Streep. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Man. And uh, that's anybody, called Hope Springs? It is. Yes, it is. That's Anyone awesome. want to seek for a friend at the end of the world, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, want to do that? And, <laughs> is it him and Anne Hathaway? Or something? Kira Knightley. No, Kira Knightley. You're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, dinner for schmucks. Remember that uh, one? Oh, the inc- yikes. The incredible Burt Wonderstone. I mean, maybe this guy should have never made a movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And I like him a <laughs> lot. I love those couple first seasons of The Office. Those are fun. Well, what's that fucking Bennett Miller movie he's in? Foxfire? Oh, Fox he's really good. Foxcatcher, yes. He's amazing. Oh, Foxcatcher, yes. He's great. Foxfire, also a great movie, but very <laughs> <Yes>. different. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, uh, man. So, so, yeah, his whole thing is he has, he feels grew, uh, voiced by Steve Carell, is, you know, he's so pissed off about the, the Pyramid of Giza being stolen. Yeah, he goes to this bank and he's literally applying for a loan. Uh, he's telling the minions also on point, we do get a little history, and this is sort of a weird joke, actually. He's like, we have also done great things. We did not need to steal Pyramid. We stole the Times Square Jumbotron. And I'm like, you know how many jumbotrons are in Times yeah. Square? Maybe that's the joke, but I don't I, think so. I mean, they're all the jump. Minnesota has a jumbotron. Everybody <laughs> has a jumbotron. Well, these well, people are from Los Angeles, so they assume that there's they don't have any besides one sure. in Times Square. Most that's importantly, fair. he installed the jumbotron with the NBC logo on it. <laughs> oh yeah, we're actually we're behind in the count because you're right there, Steve, and then. To, backtrack for two seconds when we find when the world finds out that the pyramid of giza has been stolen uh we are getting the report on msnbc just right there the msnbc logo why should Mm -hmm. why couldn't it just be like you know tiny town news or whatever the fuck cartoon (laughs) bullshit it is you know what i mean like yep i mean this, this shows you what 30 rock was really getting at where it's like the synergy that's just ruining everything well, also, it's like the serious, like you, yeah. I guess that is like that is part of it because, like, yeah, you can't be imaginative anymore. You have to put MSNBC with Richard Maddow uh, or whatever <laughs> this guy's name is, the right. guy with the hair. Uh, like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, Thirty uh, Rock was right. He goes to the bank, and I got to tell you, and I mean, I, I do not think the animation here is good uh, for what it is. Uh, no oh, I I disagree. Actually, I think it's kind of okay. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's amazing. I like the character design. Something the character design. The character design is fun. He looks fun, even though he's just totally a rip off of Uncle Fester. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, well, that's 
that's how you make anything these days, right? Every single quote unquote original thing like this is just a rip off. So this is a rip off of uncle Fester. Rick and Morty is just doc Brown and Marty McFly. And somehow everyone's okay with that. Well, it used to be, it it was always ripped off, but they used to be subtle about it. Now it's just like, so fucking plain. Like they steal, they, they steal the whole thing. Like, it's it's not just Uncle Fester's bald head. It's the way he walks. It's yep. the way like he's got the hunched up like shoulders. Like it's everything. It's Doesn't the whole he even mention like a, a, an ex named Debbie? He does, That's which a, is no. directly Adam's family too. <laughs> when he's no, got, yes, yes, I miss that dude. MGM has a fucking case now. <laughs> when he was when he adopts the kids, he's like, oh man, my poor wife Debbie died, and I was like, oh, I know what the fuck that is, Steve oh, Carell, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Jesus Christ. Because that's the thing is they had to walk that line. They couldn't go to Dr. Evil or Blofeld. And then they they, they dipped their toes in Adam's family and a little too heavy. And they wind up, you know, he goes to this fucking thing. I got uh, why I was talking the animation. For some reason, the purple couch in the waiting room looks (laughs) fucking terrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) I've been thinking about it for 48 hours. I called my wife into the room. She agreed. (laughs) It was a real problem with this purple fucking couch. It's boxy. It's unrendered. There's no cushion to it. It's like somebody fell a fucking sleep with the job, purple couch. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Listen, this rant went on so long. I'm going to have to go back and look at this thing. I have to, I mean, I'm not going to do it right this second, but boy, you're fired up about this couch. Huh? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll post a screen cap when this comes out. I will find okay. the purple couch for everybody. I like that. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, what, what I thought you were going to complain about, Steve, is that speaking of stealing character designs, the guy who works at the bank, who later is also like oh, dude. a villain, which fuck mm-hmm. you, that guy looks it's it's a and i mean steal from all you want i don't give a fuck but he looks exactly like a dilbert character yes he's dilbert's boss he's exactly dilbert's boss oh yeah oh but you were saying people were lazy and uh, to be fair will arnett sounds like will arnett again in this (laughs) (laughs) oh can you believe that huh interesting wow do you think scott adams was pissed when this movie came out Nah. i mean yes but just because Scott Adams is pissed yeah. off all the time. Yeah, he wasn't pissed off because uh, it was his character design or anything like that. It was some weird sex thing. <laughs> he, he, he read some weird sex thing into his like, I'm against that or for that and it should be legal. Yeah, uh, he wants to fuck the minions. Yes, I think that's probably <laughs> it. That probably is right. So the bank manager, this guy, he's like, all right, listen, I can't give you the loan. You know, this plan... It's a little ridiculous here, man. And you don't even have the fucking shrink ray that you need in order to shrink the moon down to steal it. So this is like part one of the mission. He has to figure out a way to steal this, uh, you know, uh, uh, shrink ray here. And we go off on this adventure. Are we to believe this is something that's been built and is housed by the Chinese? That's what it looks like. Yeah, so we're talking about that a little bit. I mean, Uh, it's it's just a vague, evil Asian country. I mean, we we could be saying North Korea, we could be saying China. I don't know what we're. I don't know what we're trying to get at here politically in this cartoon. I I I don't either, but I can tell you one thing: they're trying to make very clear is that they do not want this distributed in China. Uh, (laughs) You have a scene like this, you're very much being like, "Fuck you! I don't want to be." the, what the second or third biggest market in the world? Fuck you! <laughs> I'm curious. I'm going to Google. Are minions banned in China? <laughs> Ooh, here we go. I'm very curious. Yeah, Probably. I hope so. <laughs> did they? Did they say that uh, President G uh, looks like them too, or was it just Pooh Bear? 
Listen, we don't agree with any of that slander. That's that's true. She is she is God. Oh, so, so Lightyear and Minions Two are banned in China. Of there course, apparently. That's you got awesome. The two two same sex minions kissing. That's the problem there. <laughs> <laughs> minions point out a map of Tibet. Is that also going on? Possibly. Oh man, that's probably the third one. I didn't uh-huh. see it. Well, that's that shit with Lightyear, right? There's like a lesbian couple yes. that dares be happy with the family, and China sure. was like, absolutely not. So was fucking UAE. Okay, whatever you whatever you folks want to do, I guess. Uh. So, oh, also while he's waiting at the bank, by the way, we are introduced to Vector. This is Jason Siegel, who is there because he's touting his, uh, what is it? It's a, it's a fish gun, a eel, a squid gun. There it is. Is that? Oh yeah, yeah, the squid yeah, gun. Because it, where he shoots squid. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good. And Gru's like instantly disgusted with this guy. And I'm like, hey, man, you're both the same exact thing. Well, you know, <laughs> you're, not, you're not better than that guy. Come on. It's not a family film until we torture some animals. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Just that is right. And I mean, there's I think it's the different like, I guess Gru is supposed to be a little bit more goth. Like he's got the 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 uh, what's scarf it the scarf and like the uh, zip up and all of that. And this guy's like 80s knockoff like. Yeah. He looks like he's at like he looks like he'd be at a junior senior concert. <laughs> like that's the best I can do, right? I don't know how he's, else to describe he's it. He's got like a Dr. Octopus vibe to him a little bit. He's because he's got the haircut and the glasses. Yes. Yeah. He's, and he also reminds me very much of the little old woman in uh The Incredibles. Oh, you're oh, right. Yeah, I can see that too. Mm, totally. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So they go to steal the shrink ray, right? They see these these fellas testing it on an elephant and the elephant is shrunk down to this like sub banana size and like man that's cute it's probably the cutest part of the movie just this <laughs> little fucking tiny elephant kind of great um and yeah i don't whatever the fucking minions steal the shrink ray and he's like showing his head out <laughs> just showing it dude yeah. he's totally showing it there is oh, the, the tongue thing good thing uh, when you're first introduced, one of the first times you're introduced to the minions, when he's like, oh, let the call, call my minions. We <laughs> see all the minions playing around. There's a water cooler joke. Did anybody else notice this? Mm, nope. It's no. one minion, two minions at a water cooler. And uh-huh. one minion's like, da, da, da. it's like a tall one. And then he goes, ah, la, 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 la. And it's like, I think. Oh, that, I, I fucked think, her last weekend. I think yeah. that's what we, they're just talking like, oh, I, that I ate ass last weekend or whatever it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you know, this Ooh. is something we need to get at. The genitalia situation. They've got perfectly formed assholes. They're wearing coveralls all the time. There has to be. Uh, dicks and whatever else, right? There has I mean, to be. I mean, I think if anything, it's a shape of water situation where something has to open up before you see it. <laughs> or maybe like, uh, a, like a little egg comes out of them. Possibly that sounds uh, right. Because, oh, but dude, I think it's Sally Hawkins just getting hot for minions, just walking around. <laughs> well, it'd be great because she, you know, she's hearing impaired. They don't need to speak, you know, language to one another. That's a true love situation right That's there. That's true. true. It's her that just getting railed true. by four or 12 minions. Oh, know? man. Totally. She's fucking going to the movies alone and like the minions also in the theater. And then she's like fingering herself in a bathtub thinking about that time she went to the movies with the minions. I bet you if you get Doug Jones to do the minions voice, it's pretty sensual. Like, mm-hmm. oh, ah, ah, oh, oh, ah, ah, ah. Doug Jones would class up a Minions vocal performance. You better believe it. And then you then you have uh Richard Jenkins being like, There's how many of them? There's how many? And they have butts, you say? 
cute little butts. <laughs> cute little butts indeed. Uh, so on their way out of stealing the shrink ray, they're you know, because he's a villain, he's got all sorts of mobiles and whatnot. So he's flying this jet back. And this fucking vector dude comes out of nowhere and steals it from him. Uh oh. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. That's and an exciting vector- incident to a movie, possibly. Right. I guess so, right? Yeah. Vector, sh- vector shrinks, Gru's ship down, and you have that line I hate that guy. Yeah. I, that's the problem here is you, you should have had a scene where, like, we get vector after that. Like right alone. Like we need to know what act. What's Vector doing? What's Vector? What's the motivation? Yeah, yeah totally. What, what is you, he doing? What's going on here? They even they, it gets so far to the point where Vector. It's revealed in sort of the beginning of the third act that uh oh, he's the son of the Bank of Evil's boss. Like the Bank of Evil guy, Dilbert's boss, is like calling <laughs> the shots, and then you never see that guy again. It's just sort yeah. of like nope. It's because it, like you better get your butt in gear and steal the moon. I'm Will Arnett, and then it's like, uh oh, and then like you just never. That's it. Like See, that guy. That guy should be like falling into a fire pit at the end of this. Exactly. Right. Yeah, he should be punished. There should be some. It should be in the plot in some way. It's like trying to do a twist that like literally nothing matters in the twist. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, right. It's just to. It's just to get like as much of like. You, they, there's like a list of scenes you need to have that, or yes. that, like some producer told them they had to have, and they're like, "Just get to these scenes, and then we're out of there." And it, like that's it, and that that that's what exactly it feels mm-hmm. like. By the way, Vector looks just like John Oliver, doesn't he? Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, he does. You're right. Yes, yeah. he fucking does. Incredible. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't show up in one of these fucking movies. Yeah. They yeah, got- I feel like he has done voice work though, hasn't he? Oh, he he oh yeah, big. he's a he celebrity was- in America. He's probably voiced a thousand cartoons. He's been on uh, <laughs> uh, Eric's despised Rick and Morty uh, more than one time. At least How about that, times. folks? And no, I don't despise it. I'm going to say that because I don't want teenagers to hurt me, harass me. <laughs> They're just going to come to your house with pit- pitchforks. I love your cartoons and everything else you like, and you know you do the skateboard, and it's fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. So wait, hang on. Let's see. We got John Oliver. I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So he. Yep, definitely. Uh, the bird in the Lion King. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, from 2019, he also was in a totally forgettable animated movie called Wonder Park. Four episodes on Danger Mouse. Uh, so surprisingly, only one episode of Bob's Burgers. Um, but I th- oh, oh, that's what it was. He plays Vanity in those newer Smurfs movies. I'm look. I'm wow. looking at it. I'm looking yeah. at I'm looking at it too. And oh my god, he's in Irreversible too. <laughs> he is not cruise he is control. Not irreversible. It's irresistible. <laughs> sure. Oh, different. That's different. very, very different films. Uh, okay. That's different. Okay. Slide, slide, slide I got it right different. this time. Got it right this time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so now it's like, oh, I have to. I hate that. I hate that guy. Can we talk? Can we? Can I ask a question? What the fuck's going on with Doctor Nefario? I guess. He is his quote unquote Q, but at certain times he's calling the shots and like he's older. So it's like, did you make him into a villain? Like, like what? a mentor? What? Yeah, I I, we're missing yeah. a movie here. Like, we're missing a total movie. Right? Like, <laughs> is this, could it be his father? Like, what, what's well, going on with it? Well, that's like, you. they kind of like uh, forsake all of that shit for the mother stuff. Yes, which like, I guess nothing with, which makes no sense, and it doesn't matter. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, you would think we get flashbacks of the mother, and you're like, okay, so I'm guessing because he's a villain that this relationship is strained. No, she just shows up later and makes whatever 
food yeah. for the kids and it's fine and she's out of the movie like we need there there's nothing there's there's no friction in this movie and the competition it's just a competition between two supervillains and what they can steal that's not very exciting and i guess no, i mean the point not. of the movie obviously is when the kid obviously we, we should have said that uh earlier on three not girl scouts come to the door selling cookies which is Margot, <laughs> edith and agnes i want to say did i get that, that right? sounds right yeah sure. did. yeah and margo is the taller the tall oldest one whose age i want to know because she's also like into having stories read to her and she looks like she's about 10 or 11 and that's like yeah kind of past that shit she, she looked, I don't she, know, man. When you've had a rough ass life yeah, as a true. fucking orphan, I feel like you're having stories read to you later in life. You've, I, I don't know, the, but the, the the wardrobe tells me that she knows what climate change is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. little girl, I, I, our orphans can save the world too. <laughs> uh, this Margot is voiced, we should say, by Miranda Cosgrove, who was in School of Rock yes. and of course was the the titular iCarly in and the, the Disney show. The youngest one is 8th grade. Yes. Uh, yes. Elsie yes. Fisher. Yes. The youngest one also is uh, ripped off entirely from Monsters, Inc. So don't worry about that. Yeah, so, yep. Oh, okay. that is like <laughs> they fucking... They copy pasted the girl. Like that yeah. character, it just it looks exactly the same. And they added two other girls around it so they could just avoid the loss. It's like, no, no, it's a trio. I mean, one of them is the girl from Monsters Inc. But the other two are and <laughs> here's the thing. Hat girl, hat girl needs to figure out her thing. It's like that uh, I think you should leave sketch. It's just like you had all year to figure out what your thing is, hat girl. Because like the little <laughs> one's really cute and babyish. The tall one is like the leader and like, you know, kind of untrustworthy. And Hack Girl's Hack Girl. I'm like, well, what the fuck's Hack Girl going to do? Like, is she hungry all the time? Is she really smart? Is she stupid? Uh, guess like, what? Uh, give not, me you, something. You're never going to know even what these kids think or feel or want. And God damn, I fucking hate this movie. Ste all Steven. they want is to be adopted. And that's it's so low bar that they're like, oh, this guy. Yeah, I guess we'll learn to love this. Steven, you're being very unfair. Mm -hmm. What did you what's 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 the name you said? Uh, Hack Girl. What what does she have? Uh, oh, she, she does have a hat. Well, there we go. There's her character. There's <laughs> yeah, her. She's got a hat, and the hat is the character because she's just <laughs> acting. She's just acting like a baby stoner. Like that's yeah. literally. She's <laughs> like, yeah, yep, kinda, you're right. You're, okay, all right. That's that's fair. It's a it's a little pothead. That's yeah, exactly. That's literally what she's all doing they're doing. It. There's like oh, it's perfect because as you said, Eric, like no friction. Like she's like. Yeah, what is he a villain? Cool, whatever. I'm gonna like, shouldn't sleep there be now. Some con <laughs> conflict about what he does. Maybe you would think they but no. don't give a shit like at all. Like even when they kind of, uh, I guess, realize like what he's doing. Well, that's that's a good question. Do they ever actually no. realize what he's up no, to? I think they no. They kind of do. I think towards the end, right? But yes. they don't give a fuck. They don't well, care about anything. They're kind of into oh, it's a fucking you know, it's three hots at a cot. So you know that's how they that's how these orphans work. Um, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, also, at that, and <laughs> no. at that point, they're they're being saved by yes. like they're he's the hero at that point. That's why they like him because he's a hero compared to Vector. And like again, it, we just need like I I forget the second one, and I haven't seen the third one, so I don't know if they ever introduce like a hero character to go against them. You would think. That you would make think sense. something to give something like because we were talking about how like it's trying to be the Incredibles. Like the thing about the Incredibles is they had a bunch of different characters. Yes. A bunch right. of dumb. They built out the world through little characters that were funny, little tiny jokes here and there. A little like 
weird like uh, pronunciations and shit like that little powers and it was a that's- pastiche of superheroes so you had all yes. of that to play with you know what i yes. mean you can it's like what do capes do that's a clever idea what about this what about that oh the you know he's the frozen guy like all this shit makes sense that's similarly again with austin powers you have the fucking entirety of james bond and james bond spinoffs to play around in you need to plant a flag somewhere see they tr- they're like yes we're gonna play around in that sandbox the spy movie thing but they don't know what to do with it they it seems like they don't even know that world that they just thought it would be a, a winning concept here's what it should be i mean and they right. were right up, it's by the way. <laughs> just to be a cool, totally clear. it's 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 grew as the villain side okay and he's got three kids and then there's a fucking parent that's a hero and they have three kids the kids become friends and then it's like oh oh what do you mean dad why are you fighting with sally's mom what's going on and like that could be some sort of conflict right yeah. there. But the problem is you cannot do a family of superheroes or villains because you're already kind of ripping off the Incredibles anyway. And to put a full family of like villains together and heroes together, it's lawsuit city. So you're kind of screwed on that Avenue also. Yep. No, totally. Yeah. Just, so then you just go back to a bunch of shit that never ever comes together in this well, movie. Well, that's just the point is when you have to thread the needle so perfectly like this, yeah, you make the money, but the movie is incomprehensible. It's just absolute <laughs> trash. Like, which just, is what we like. No, well, things just it's happen. Simple. Listen, it does. I don't have to think too much. They're yes. doing baby goo goo gaga is half of the fucking dialogue, and I can just sit there and slowly let my brain die. But, <laughs> I would even contest that kids would like. I guess I'm proven wrong because they're they're sending kids in fucking droves to see this thing. But like, I, I'm just like I, I don't see any like. Uh, like it's colorful enough. Mm. It kind of looks like an animated Tim Burton movie. It, we, I like, see that. We're playing with that for sure. Yeah, that's what something I got from like when you go like to see Bruce his house. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that whole whole thing with the uh, and the lawn and his neighbor and shit like that. I was like, this just feels like that, except for like again, light isn't touching things, so it's not interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's not really stylized. Again, I I I, I fault the animation. I think the animation is really clunky and yeah, for specifically not good. Um. So whatever, uh, th- these three girls, uh, he goes the next day to Vector's house. And and again, I- I'm not going to make this. Uh, people are always like, oh, there's SJWs. Everything's a problem. Rastafarian grew. It's just a bad joke. It's yeah. just yep. like mm-hmm. him and Rastafarian garb. And it's like, okay, is it fucking trading places? Or like, is- yes, he's got he's got the clothes. Sure. But he's wearing a dreadlock wig, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. That is the fucking problem here. Yeah. That's the biggest problem. This dreadlock wig. <laughs> it didn't work when Jack Black did it. And I still know what you did last summer. And it didn't fucking work here. It's terrible. You can say no to Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. If Steve Carell comes up to you and says, I want to do a Jamaican accent, you can say absolutely under no circumstances are you going to do that, Steve Carell. He does not do a Jamaican accent, thankfully. Well, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he sees the little, you know, he can't get into to Vector's house, but the girl, the girls can also like, I don't know, man, this, I mean, I know this orphan lady played by Kristen Wiig, uh, is sort of to like, doesn't care about them, but I, you know, rule number one, never go in the house. I mean, like if there's, <laughs> if there is a rule number one, it is never go in the house. Uh, but they go in the house and he's like, ah, I, I have light bulb now. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have idea. Yeah, it's I, a, I, why I, are we? Why are we get you to give cookies <laughs> to Factor? You're right. It is just baritone Borat, actually. You know, it's a little, little deeper Borat. Yeah, yeah. It's just a vague Eastern European something or other. A Borat's father. <laughs> oh man, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Sagdiev, huh? I wonder what that guy was like. <laughs> Uh yeah, so he yeah, the light bulb here is oh, if I adopt those three <laughs> orphans, I can send them back into the house with this cookie guys here. Uh and while they're there, they can steal the or let me in so I can steal right. the shrink ray is the idea. So he goes to adopt them and like this is a weird, like, yeah, Kristen Wig as Ms. Hattie is the character. And I guess part of this thing is like she's pimping out these children to go sell cookies to make her money. Is that yes. what's going on? Yeah. Oh yeah. And That's something. And there's also like because this movie again, I think the animation's incredibly lazy. There's no other orphans. You know what I mean? We see them going to bed once. Like oh, they're in our hard scrabble life. There is this, uh, and again, this very dark joke about like if you don't sell it, you go to the box of shame. And I'm like. So we're just like talking about like really abusing orphans. That's oh, yeah. They should have the stones to make it like they're orphans because Gru killed their parents. <laughs> Ooh, that yeah. would be an excellent term. Maybe they find that out in one of them sequels. Oh, dude, huh? Despicable Me 5, and it's the final one. They're all like in their mid-20s, and they realize <laughs> that yeah, the train yeah. cat crash that their mother and father died on, it was because yeah. Gru had to fucking, I don't know, steal the goddamn uh, St. Louis Ark. Yeah, it's the end of Unbreakable mm-hmm, with Groove. Exactly. <laughs> and then they beat him to death as revenge. Beat him to death with his own minions, dude. No, oh, God. They call me Mr. Groove. <laughs> uh, the thing with the, the, the cage of shame or whatever it is, it is fucking funny because when they are, like, reporting their bad sales or whatever to Miss Hattie, she does threaten them with it. And as they leave the office, there is a kid in it, and oh, they're like, right. oh, hey, Jeff. And he's like, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> Little kid just rotting away in this crate, kind of funny. <laughs> with like bugs all over him or something. No, I mean, totally. yeah, it's it's got to be disgusting. <laughs> He's writing his novel and shit on the wall. That would be great. <laughs> Manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> I need more quills. I need more quills. It's also a weird thing in this movie where they don't necessarily pin down what the stakes are as far as like the physics at any point. Nope. And it seems to be kind of rule free because in that scene that with him before he goes to adopt, when he's trying to get in the house or whatever, and Vector realizes like like he's at every turn there's a different security thing or whatever, and Carell can't get in or Gru can't get in. And so there's the gag, it's a very Looney Tunes gag of like all of these rockets and fucking missiles and machine guns and whatever are all pointed at him. And they go off, and in the distance, you know, we cut to far away, like, seeing the whole town or whatever, and there's a little mushroom cloud. Yeah. And then he's, like, just fine again. So at that point of the movie, it's, like, Looney Tunes physics. But then at other points of the movie, I don't feel that the characters think that that's true. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because there's, like, you know, danger afoot here and there. So it's, like, again, which is it? Can this guy get hit in the face with a rocket and be totally fine? Or do people lose their lives? Is this more of, like... An Expendables world where Jason Lee well, gets fucking totally murdered at the end of that well, movie. Well, see, the thing here, Andrew, is we're talking about no friction, death, big time friction. Yeah, oh, sure. That's quite a lot of yeah, friction. Yeah, he'll, he'll come in and cause some problems. He, he's, he's bad. He's bad news. He's sandpaper. That's a lot of friction <laughs> you're getting right there. Uh, so I don't think, yeah, I think they're just going to like, they only want death to be uh, like 
something that exists to like pump up like oh are they gonna make it or like stuff like that is the only time when you're supposed to believe death is real is if like something just narrowly happens right right so he takes them home and there's you know a lot of like oh this house is fucking gross and Mm -hmm. he makes them sleep in like empty fucking missiles and shit so i guess in this world cps doesn't exist is the idea no 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 no, no, no. and if they did they'd be corrupt like that's (laughs) that's the thing with like mrs hattie being like like kind of the the whole point of this is like well kids might as well be with supervillains because everybody's a piece of shit right (laughs) i mean come on everybody don't you don't we all believe this it's everybody's fucking terrible there should be instead of like he has like a, a dumb neighbor who you know he's like a little combative with he should have like a, two neighbors like Jeff and Molly and oh Jeff and Molly can't give kids so sad bye and then like you know he kind of as the movie's going on like he realizes that he likes these kids but he realizes it's not right for them but uh oh Jeff and Molly are right there at the end of the movie oh yeah he kind of just like I visit on Sunday and you are Jeff and Molly's problem now but I love you like uncle that's the less weird. Like, yeah, that's be good less. enough for us. <laughs> exactly. Like, That'd be way you? less weird. He should be looking for other avenues for these kids instead of like keeping well, also, like, them. Well, that's the thing too. Is like initially, I guess his plan was to abandon them or murder them. Like I don't know what his. I'll choose murder. Okay, give them yeah. back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can always just give them back to Miss Hattie. Yeah. Right? Can you? Can you just return them? Well, he if, literally does that later in the movie. That's a kill shot, though. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they, they got thir- 28 days, you know. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> I, you know, here's the move. Oh, if we haven't done this yet, Despicable Me, four, five, six, or seven, grew versus Orphan, and yeah. they both sound exactly oh, the I same. Oh, I like this idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Orphan. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, go two, back. Orphan Do- 2009, yeah. Yeah, don't pretend that that's an obscure film. That's That'll soon to be a sequel, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. That movie's so popular. She's still that's using, right. like, Peter C- Sarsgaard's passport. <laughs> like, that's how that's she previous gets- episode, uh, by the way. I, I, I don't believe she'll be using Peter Sarsgaard's passport, Chris, because... Uh, if I'm recalling right, that movie that's coming out is called Orphan First Kill, and you guessed it, oh, it's prequel. a prequel. Oh got my it. god, I cannot wait to see the orphan <laughs> learning the Jedi powers. <laughs> uh, that's like she she drowns in a lake at the end of that movie, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're going to be doing. Anybody watching this latest Stranger Things series? Yeah. Yes, but yep. um, a couple episodes back, so easy. All right, well, no, it's fine. But like when they show younger 11 and yes. they're kind of they're kind of doing some gandalf shit here mm-hmm. like making her smaller i thought that was a smart way to do that yeah yes. i wonder if that's what they're gonna do with this movie because like i saw that woman recently in a, a, a movie like late last year um the novice I mean, she, was it a, the novice yeah oh, great uh, movie oh was really it a, a, a escape room two tournament of champions she's also <laughs> no she's also oh, oh, is she? oh. Oh, how, how is that steve uh it's uh, you know what honestly it's not as good as the first escape room uh-huh. i'll be honest <laughs> well weird. so then i'll hate it even more <laughs> excellent <laughs> that first movie man that movie could kiss my ass oh man I trash did not see uh, it. Speaking of trash, this movie, uh, Despicable Me, uh-huh. very much trash. We have, speaking of what Steve's saying, the um, the Russell Brand character, Dr. Nefaria, we do have him doing some cue stuff. There's this whole sequence where, like, the kids get into the workshop or whatever, and he's, like, 
or Gru's like, what is latest development with gadgets? Yes. And so there's like boogie robots that mm-hmm. get made. It's just like some little dancing but robots. He cookie robots to That's walk right. around someone's house to steal a fucking ray gun so that he can shrink the moon. And, and then he wanted a dark gun. And what did he get? A fart gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now, What's- like, here, here's the thing. Fart gun? Funny idea. Oh, yeah. You just you just didn't do anything with it. You should yeah, blast ass already. This is like the laziest way to make a fart joke. Like, it's just there's no real like big, like bouncy sound. I should get <laughs> ripples in my ear. I should hear. Oh, yeah. I should feel I, I want, wind somehow. Yes, I want like and it's just like a nice faint wind. And then a minion smells it and faints. Well, that's, and that's the thing, too, is like uh, people like to talk about uh, Pixar movies like the French New Wave and they're not, you know, like, but it's it, there is this thing where in <laughs> they do, Chris, they do. Most, but, most of those movies are not good, including their no. incredible. Sorry. But the they're thing of it is, fine. is like that fart gun joke we're talking about. If it was at a Pixar movie, it would have paid off at the end. And that yes. is just because those Pixar folks know how to write a screenplay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Know how to tell yeah, a, that's, yeah. a, that's a solid story. Like at the end of the movie, like. Vector would have the upper hand and Gru is like, what to do? And then he pulls out the gun. You think it's a gun? Oh, no, it's the fart gun. And then you're like, yeah. oh, shit, that was from the early part of the movie. That was kind of cool. And again, it well, turns into the French This is a way. good point, though, because p- to Pixar's credit, those feel like movies. And this, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. this does not feel like a movie. This feels like you put this on to shut the kids up for an hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. it, it 100% is. It's just a series of things that happen yeah like yes. it's just it's barely you watch it and it does not feel like you're watching a movie at all i mean yeah the, i mean the thing is right if we're doing a bond-esque cue scene the purpose of those is to tell the fucking audience hey everybody these are all the cool things james bond yes. is going to be using throughout the motion picture you are watching mm-hmm. and so by that token right like yes the fart gun should be used in some climactic way the anti-gravity yeah. serum should be used in any way that's not just a joke about a minion floating onto the moon where i guess at the end of this movie by the way vector has to be fucking that thing on the moon well, oh, what, yeah. what else are you gonna do second of all confirmed now minions don't breathe which is kind of terrifying mm-hmm. wild oh you're right i think they're already dead or something <laughs> yeah they're mostly styrofoam <laughs> is the thing. just Oh, so do you think a minion takes like 30 million years to disintegrate? <laughs> oh, yeah, easy. Well, then again, how do you kill these fucking things? Because if they're not breathing, they're not, you know what I mean? Like, you can't drown that's, these that's, fucking well, things at a lake like Rasputin. Uh, uh, hey, 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 come on, Steve. What else, what would be more American than being able to live forever and not say anything but... We're almost there. Yeah, I think dreams. if Trump got a second term, we would be there. Everyone in the United States of America is going to be mandated to learn minionese. Oh, man. You want to talk about where you'll get some minion shirts. Look at a Trump rally. The minion shirts. Oh, yeah. Like uh, like a way. It's that and the bag of shirts. It's just one and the other. It's a minion, and he's got a red hat on and a neon pink thong bikini pulled right up between its two ass cheeks and uh. it's wearing a t-shirt that just says these colors don't run <laughs> yeah yeah and it's burning a cross and hiling hitler 
holding up a flag with the the date seventeen seventy six on it. I mean, I no, guess that's, that's what the person that's what the person wearing the shirt is doing actually, <laughs> burning a cross and saying. Can you can you truly blame a minion if it gets wrapped up in anti semitism? I mean, these things just follow whoever it is. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> I just, suppose that's, that's a good point. Are there other minions, or is only Gru has them? Only Gru has them. I think they have. Uh, I think another villain has a different kind of minion. So, and- I, wait, wait. So is each villain like selectively breeding their own style of minion? That would have to be if if well, they are doing that. Then yes, Eric, you are correct. So where, let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you something though. Just to add to this, what I learned from that first Minions movie, the spinoff movie, nice. drop some knowledge. Minions, dude, existed all throughout time. What? Yes. Yeah. There's there's prehistoric all throughout history. Minions. Yes. Yeah. Wow. They, uh, for like fucking like, like fucking. Like Henry VIII era minions, really? So he minions they were, throughout time, dude. They definitely were beheading all those wives for not bearing his child. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, the, the minions were tasked with that. Yes, <laughs> I believe the minions were also at the crucifixion. Is that in one of those fun scenes? Uh, yeah, they set up Christ, and they were at the <laughs> the Nuremberg trials. Yep, they were on trial there as well. Just laughing in the fucking like doing that. <laughs> Translation, we were only following orders. Yes, that's of course. exactly right. Yes. But yeah, I mean that's they've they've always been with us, dude. As long as human beings have breathed air, minions have been shaking booty all over the place. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And that's what they love to do, yeah. Eric. Because the the whole other the point of the boogie robots is only mm-hmm. to allow for some some disco music to happen so that a minion can shake yes. its butt. So in that, that sequence, is, we get the those robots, we get the minions fl- flapping ass everywhere, and uh, to the delight well, we of got, millions. One one minion is sitting in a vibrating chair at one point. Uh-huh, it's like got really a fucking, fucking. It's got a. Uh, it's got a dildo <laughs> that springs up like George Clooney's chair and uh, oh, definitely. <laughs> There's another one that's doing karaoke, and I mean that's funny, right? Because it doesn't speak properly. Uh-huh. I mean. I mean, th- that is perfect that the minions are only uh, they're most happy with Gru at home. But the p- second place they're most happy is a place where they can buy shit. And they are sure. just like they get to this supermarket slash like, I don't even know what it is. It's more like a Sears, I guess. It's, it's no, it's like a big box store. It's like a Sam's Club yeah. or okay. a BJ's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, We're lucky okay. we didn't get we didn't see like Target logos or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Thank Christ. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was damn right, dude. Totally. That. And I mean, and, and this is again like some executive is like, I don't care what it has to do with the stories. Send the minions somewhere, yep. and have right. them fuck around. And one's in a dress, and one's got a mustache, and one's a baby, and you're having a fucking great time, right? Eat your popcorn. Shut the fuck up and eat your popcorn. The oh, minions I, are doing stuff. I would love to. Are the ones with the two eyes the men and the the oh, uh, good question one eye the women? I, I'm not. There too are sure. there are no genders. Yeah, they're not gender minions, but man. they've got asses. If you they if, do, I, I mean, we just don't know what's going on. I guess. Yeah, that's so right. I say, I say they don't have genders, and then your reply, your yes. reply was, but they have asses. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got something I could fuck. Look. Eric, what the point is, you cannot say these things. You cannot figure these things uh-huh. out because then Reddit would have nothing to do. 
Let's see. You don't give them answers. <laughs> oh, they have boy. to go find so the if answer. So if I somehow answer this equation, Reddit can go away? That'd be delightful. Yes, go. If you can well, figure it out, baby. You're working full time then, motherfucker. Get on <laughs> there. Right. I'm going to have a bunch of charts <laughs> up in this room. Yeah. You're going to be the Charlie Day Pepe Silvia meme for a little bit there. <laughs> don't, say, don't say gender about minions or someone will fucking uh, legislate them out of existence. So you know yeah. what? Oh, wait. Maybe that, I right. should then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they are there at the big box store because the little girl has lost a unicorn stuffed animal. It gets disintegrated with some disintegration oh, yeah. ray. So Gru is like, because the girl starts crying and Gru's like, all right, you go out to store now and you buy new fluffy unicorn for this little amoeba next to me. <laughs> yeah, I, this isn't even like a move. Like you would think the heart of this movie is like you're. Gru is learning how to take care of these children, sure. quote unquote. Right, right. And it's not even like imparting good lessons about child. Well, care. the thing is, you know, it's what, just like you're you're uh, you're you're saying something that could have been something if they actually sure. went in that direction. It would be you know do like a Mister Mom type of thing. Yeah, we, I guess we get that briefly, but we don't dig our teeth into even that. We don't have time. That would give this movie a narrative engine. It would be like, oh man, and we do have the thing of like the recital that they have to go to because they they all do uh, ballet together, and like he takes them one time, and you know they're like, Pinky swear you'll be at our recital, and it's like, okay, I get it, but like uh-huh. that just kind of comes and goes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's, because it's, we got to sacrifice that shit because we're too busy making jokes about oh. Aren't the fucking Bee Gees terrible? Like, first of all, fuck you. What a decades-old lame joke. The Bee Gees are not terrible. Bee Gees rule. You're, you're making this fucking dated-as-balls disco joke. Like, get the fuck out yeah. of here. You know what's shit. better than that? Pharrell. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we have the audacity to make fun of the Bee Gees, but Pharrell fucking soundtrack this entire movie. Okay. Very good. God. And listen, it's Whatever. okay to like a soundtrack. And I'm just, <laughs> it's okay to like minions. Please do not kill us. Don't yeah. kill us. The thing about the dance class, which is funny, is uh, he's doing all like, oh, yes, Pinky Swear, I'll go to recital. No place else in the world I'd rather be than at the recital, so on and so on. And all the other like dance moms overhear him. And there's this weird shot of like, all these women are just super fucking horny for yeah, him in they the want, waiting room. They want yeah. that shit, dude. They want it's disgusting. <laughs> they want to see what's between those skinny legs. All right. That's what's yeah. going on. Well, he's, he's definitely speaking of those skinny legs, dude. He's got Roger Klotz boots on. Mm, he does. <laughs> Roger Klotz from Doug with his weird high heel black boots. Gru's wearing the exact same thing. Give me my boots back, funny. <laughs> hey, Dougie, you ought to give back his boots. He's pretty angry. <laughs> hey, Doug, we're going to have to go out to the A&P, darling. I just sat on the last minion and killed it. <laughs> Doug, you, you seen my good minion T-shirt? No, that's a, we're going out fancy Doug, I need my goody minion t-shirt, the one where it's on the front, they're naked, and on the back, you see her bottom. <laughs> That's right, Doug. I need it for the Capitol riot to support Mr. Trump. <laughs> That's right. I need my my minion uh, sports jacket with a bunch of minions all over it, like the Riddler suit. <laughs> no, Doug, you idiot. That's my water park minion t-shirt. <laughs> I said the good minion t-shirt, Doug. Oh, Doug, you're so, you're so inept both in life and in bed. 
That's my funeral minion t-shirt. That ain't what I'm talking about. The election was stolen, funny. Now, come on, Patty, let's roll. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he goes and cucks Doug because he's the he's got the stones to take her to the Capitol, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, soon enough, it's going to be Senator Klotz. Oh, yeah. Well, without a Doug, doubt. Doug, if written by Scott Adams. Yeah, oh, baby. <laughs> Patty Mayonnaise is going to the riots with Roger. <laughs> Doug, we're on the no-fly list, and the FBI is asking tons of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Patty deserved to lose her job. <laughs> <laughs> no, Patty, I don't want to learn how to make a noose. I really don't want to learn that. Oh, man. Dear Journal, today my wife, Patty Mayonnaise, left for the insurrection riots, and I don't know how to feel about that. Maybe Quail Man could show up there and set them all straight. We're going to hang Mike Pence, funny. <laughs> That's it. What, I know what will get her back. I'll do a, a, a slow version of killer tofu for her uh, at the January 6th riots. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Mercy. It's a good one. <laughs> uh, all, way, all that, all that, I guarantee you would be way more watchable oh, than despicable. Yes. Oh, yeah. Doug is better than this. Doug is better than Scott Adkins shit or whatever his name Scott is. Adams. Scott Adams. Scott Adams. Sorry, I did not mean to disparage the uh, action star. Great action well, star. there's probably mo a lot of episodes of Doug that are better than Scott Adkins movies. So. Yeah, <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. So <laughs> fuck him. Doug, Doug's not too shabby. Sure. <laughs> Uh, but so the the big day comes. Uh, we're at Vector's house again. Uh, the girls go in with the cookies. Uh oh, these cookie robots infiltrate the house, and they're like sneaking around through the air vents with the shrink ray. Uh, they, what do they do here? Well, oh, th this is a weird. This is a weird fucking thing. They're walking. The minions that is are walking through the vents here at one point, and like it's dark in there, uh -huh, uh -huh. and like. One minion goes like, oh, oh, hey, minion, is your back out of whack? Let me crack your back for you kind of a situation. And just cracks this thing and it starts glowing like a fucking glow flare. It's just, I guess that's what I was in there aroused, I'm assuming. Oh. Sure. Yeah. When they're at a rave. <laughs> when they're at a rave, they do that too. <laughs> I, and I mean, like, I don't know. And then, like, they're doing this, like, Mission Impossible thing where, like, they're in an air event, they're repelling down and oh no is vector gonna find them a lot of Wii product placement in this movie by the way in case you're wondering oh yeah that was an interesting uh little time capsule here yeah he's uh, we what vector is playing the, the nintendo Wii. we oh is that what's going yeah the w-i-i Oh, uh, I thought you were saying he was like sitting there watching Wii TV. Oh no, apologies. Um, he's not watching <laughs> Criminal Minds on a Wii TV. Um, he uh, they're descending, and then like Gru's pants fall off, and one of these minions grabs his junk. I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Clear as day. I paused it. I, I I did not call my wife in. It wasn't as bad as the couch, but I did watch. <laughs> she that she scene. she asked she, she asked you to stop after. The couch, <laughs> yeah, the couch was what enough. Was her, what, what was her read on the couch? <laughs> she agreed with me. The okay. couch. Is poorly rendered. She was like, "Look, yeah, the couch looks like shit. Don't call me in here for the rest <laughs> I'm, I'm, read, I'm enriching my life reading a book. I will talk honey, to you later, honey. No, I need you to know what 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 does Gru's genitalia look like? Does it look good? Is it rendered well? <laughs> Ask your friends tomorrow. <laughs> exactly, Mundo. <laughs> Ask your nearly forty year old friends tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so they sort of. How do they get out of this? Oh, they're hanging behind Vector, and then, like, he, because he's, like, a villain, right? His lair has 
a shark tank under his living room and the shark like sees them all hanging from the ceiling and starts trying to break through and like knocks Vector on the couch, like off the couch rather onto the floor, like trying to break through and they use that commotion to kind of ski daddle. Sure. Yeah, see, see, it's his own. It, it's because he's grown too complacent that he's allowed to get stolen like this because he just he doesn't even pay attention to his shark. Imagine that. Imagine you're a super oh, yeah, villain yeah. and you're not even paying attention to your pet shark. That's, That's bullshit. I would be paying attention to that shark. I'd be Gibby, my shark. <laughs> I would be feeding him every day. So now that the heist has happened, he has the shrink ray. Gru's plan is he's going to take these kids to like a boardwalk amusement park type thing and leave them there. Yes. And Which is so kind of hilarious, by the way. Yeah, it is. And so that's what he's going to do. And then the girls are like, oh, uh, yeah, we were going to go on this roller coaster or whatever. And then they're like the per- the carny or whatever is like, well, listen, mister, like these ki- girls can't go on alone. They need someone to help. And so he goes on with them. And oh, would you believe it? He starts having fun mm, with these girls. Oh, well, so. I, oh, and then but you also get to start having fun because another Pharrell song comes on. Oh, and- oh. Oh, God, we're going on a ride. Isn't this fun? And it's a song that I'm writing because this is what's happening. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, yeah, the it's, ooh-hoo. Yeah, gotta get the ooh-hoo. Gotta, you got at least one ooh-hoo. That there. guy ooh-hoo. was like the biggest music star of the 2010s, maybe. I mean, that guy yeah. was everywhere at the time. It's, you couldn't escape him. It's been a downhill ride since Clips. I'll tell you that. The much. thing is, Eric, you're right. He was the biggest, but his hat added about six or seven inches. So <laughs> it was hard to tell the difference there. A little Pharrell joke, ladies. <laughs> Paul, any Pharrell music there? Because I'm happy. There's your Pharrell music. <laughs> big hat. Yeah, bigger than time. Big hat. Yeah, big hat, Dave. <laughs> yeah, he's got a big hat and he writes music. That's, <laughs> that's the joke. And the number one seat you wouldn't want to find Pharrell in in front of you at the movie theater. Thank you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it's t- <laughs> because it's 2010, you were still legally obligated uh, to have Jack McBrayer doing a voice in a movie. So yeah. here he is as. This like carny character, man, Jack McBrayer, a dude who has made me laugh time and time again. But he's a guy, man. I think he just like burned right out. Like, remember that? Like, there was a period of time where that dude was sh- like, obviously oh, yeah. riding the wave of Thirty Walk. Yeah. Like, just it was in fucking everything. I, and now he's like kind of taking a he break. He must still be doing animation voices or something. Probably. So. Uh, yeah, we were we. we uh, I, I watched, I rewatched uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall recently, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Jack, Jack Bray is really funny in this, and he is, and oh, he's yeah. he's really fucking funny, and it just he's sort of disappeared." Well, he's on, he's doing voices, he's doing, he's on Big Mouth, he's uh, on Hello Jack, The Kindness Show, Puppy Dog Pals. Yeah. Uh, oh, so he just started doing voices on things I don't want. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. He yeah. Played- About twenty episodes on some newish cartoon called amphibia he voices toady slash brody mm-hmm. yeah but wow it is almost exclusively voice acting huh yeah well, look, good for him like if you got syndication money you're th- you're, you're the last great fucking uh sitcom oh you, yeah you're fine yeah you can no, just fucking do voices for the rest he's of the richer ride. than god it's fine it's fine he's fine He's got uh, five episodes of Bob's Burgers under his belt. He played Lindsey Graham on Our Cartoon President for six episodes. Two episodes of Star Trek Lower Decks. Wow. But yeah, so this is like <laughs> this is like the real bonding moment is Jack McBrayer's being an asshole. He's not letting the kids 
win because the little girl, the cute one, is really obsessed with unicorns. It's a big fluffy unicorn. And Gru is like, what if I used big, big gun on you? And it's like, ah, it's a joke. Yeah, funny. Almost he fucking kids. he shoots the shit out of this whole destroys this man's livelihood, destroys the whole fucking booth. The only thing that doesn't get burned up is the little unicorn plush toy. I could always wonder, like, you know, those like carny things, like how much like if there's the big teddy bear or whatever, and you're just like, sure, could you just go there with like a you know, you know, a wad of twenties be like, how much is that gonna cost? What, what are we talking here? What what what's probably how do I, how do oh, I, how do I, I walk out you. of there with yeah. this thing? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, okay. At, Sir, don't you want to just go to a KMB Toys? Uh, you just tell me how much the unicorn. <laughs> Steve, you should go down to the boardwalk this summer with uh, like two hundred dollars and twenties, and just walk around with, <laughs> drag around tons and tons of bears, and keep on going. I guess I'm just good at these games. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why don't you give me uh, the smiling dragon up there? Yeah, the yellow one. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. How much that? Forty dollars. Yes, forty for you, sir. Yeah, I've got to have a free date tonight. Yeah, Thank give you. me the uh, do- the doll of the dragon that got fucked by Eddie Murphy and Shrek. Thanks. <laughs> Holy shit! I guess I should audition, try out for the Mets with this arm I have. My God! <laughs> bullseyes, bull, bullseye, bullseyeing bottles all around this boardwalk. Can you imagine a sharpshooter like me is single? <laughs> wow! Somebody called Nolan Ryan because there's a new rocket in town and he's looking for ladies. Oh, hey, sweetheart. Trade you a smile for a bear. <laughs> yeah, dude. This is, oh, man. You just, I mean, unfortunately, uh, and I say this every day, I'm taken. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, otherwise it could have been Steve Sadek stars in Scumbag Summer. <laughs> yeah, dude, this this would be a good Safety Brothers movie. Oh, oh yeah. Actually, yes, it would. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yes, it would. Yes. <laughs> Picture the Sandman going out there with a wad of 20s buying these bears mm-hmm. out on Coney Island yeah, and, and just walking around like a dark rom-com and he gets like beaten to death under the boardwalk later <laughs> fuck well, you yeah know, dude because he had some other guy buy him liquor <laughs> exactly you should never go under the boardwalk dude <laughs> lesson learned listen I uh, only got a $10 left you want to give me that pineapple plush you got right there <laughs> come on just give me it it's nice all right, how much for the Dominion no all Dominions how much for all Dominions you got I want to buy out I Dominion a- stock <laughs> And then we're going to throw him in the ocean. <laughs> so his, you know, Gru's like, he goes back to the bank and he's like, hey, man, so uh, shrink ray stolen back. We got it ready to rock and roll. Here's my presentation about the moon. And there is a funny gag here. I think this is a legitimately funny joke. He's doing like a rolling up. Oh, here's the next piece of paper for my presentation or whatever. And he's like, and as you can see on next page, and he flips it up and is just a child's drawing of him taking a shit. And it is very funny that, I mean, they put that in the trailer. They knew that was a a winner. Oh, was that a trailer? Oh yeah. Yeah. That checks out. Grew on toilet. Of course. I mean, like any, have any silly voice say the word toilet. It's a winner. This yes. awoken a lot of people to caca play. Mm-hmm. Probably. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if, if the Safety brothers ever put on a stage production, they could call it caca play. <laughs> yes, know. they could, dude. <laughs> it's just an option. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he's doing this presentation, and the Will Arnett. Uh, uh, Dilbert boss guys like Mr. Perkins is this yeah. guy's name. He's like, yeah. hey, you know, that's great and all, but we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna go back to a younger villain. 
And you don't really know what that means right away. But as we've said already, Vector is the son of this insignificant character. Oh, can you believe the nepotism? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Even even in this world, even in this world of supervillains, nepotism, really? Well, I guess it was a more accurate world than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I could just imagine Eric when this reveal comes up, just, yep. That's how it is. <laughs> That's how it is all over this world. Maybe I could have been a villain if my dad owned the bank. <laughs> I don't have two so, minions to scratch together. <laughs> oh, do you think they have fingernails? Ew. Oh, my God. Ooh, yeah. God, are they growing fingernails? And do they need haircuts? Because some oh, of them have yeah, hair. They have and if they have just... ass, they have to piss and shit. Yeah, but here's Eric. You keep listen. I'm curious. We don't we don't know that they have a functioning ass, dude. We just know that they have cheeks. Well, yeah, why would they the evolve to have cheeks? You know, they're minions. <laughs> well, who who the fuck knows? I, Eric, I would submit that they have the cheeks because cheeks are funny. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, che- cheeks are funny. So the biggest um, moment of bullshit in this movie comes right here, where Gru has to go home and tell all the minions that they're basically out of business and he doesn't have any money and they can't finance oh, dude. the moon scheme here. And these fucking little girls, I couldn't even believe this. I could not believe what my own two beautiful blue eyes were looking at. <laughs> these little girls go up to this fucking Uncle Fester looking motherfucker and give him their piggy bank yeah. to help bankroll the mission. Yeah, yeah. That, But they're that's... crooked. These little girls are crooked. <laughs> they, are. they belong in jail. They're accomplice. They are exactly absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're agents. Mrs. Hattie sent them in here. This was oh this was, fuck. There's a big scheme thing. from the beginning. Unreal. But that's the thing too, because this <laughs> sequence is so fucking frustrating. Because the first forty five fucking minutes is like, how do I get Shrek Gray? How because then I can get loan from bank and steal the moon. And it's you take so much time on it, and then all of a sudden, all the minions start emptying their pockets too, and. He had enough money to do it anyway. And it's like, well, so we just dicked around for one third, two thirds of this movie's runtime. Cool. Yeah, pretty of much. Course. That's what you have to do. You got to build up the, the time wasting so that the minions can come back. <laughs> That's all, what's important is the minions come back. I just don't understand why they have currency on them. I don't. Well, at one point he does say that they don't get raises. So I guess he is paying them. Well, that's good. Well, yeah. But what does that even mean? Is it just well, slop at a trough? Is that what he's paying yeah. them? Well, also, yeah, he's got a Bezos situation here. He's like housing them at the place. Yep. That's like, that's, I mean, that's just bad. Mm-hmm. And it, it, are they being stored in the bombs as well? How many used bombs do you have, Groove? Because mm. if not, then like the, the CIA, who I guess would be the even worse people in this world. <laughs> are going to be after you. I don't know. It would be interesting to introduce the government or police or anything else besides yeah. just the news once in a while. Yeah. yeah if, well, if there, again, if there was an antagonist, I mean, like, obviously, like, whatever vector is the antagonist, but like, yes, then like, someone's like, stealing the moon's a bad idea. I'm going to stop it. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, something. Right. Well, yeah, like, vector doesn't have like a, like, a moral theory against crew. Like, there's no opposing point of view. That's true. It's nope. just they stole each other's shit. That's the whole fucking thing. Yeah. By the way, send this to uh, five minutes ago, but I just did a, a quick uh, doll E for you guys, and I typed in <laughs> grew on toilet and just texted to you, and I gotta say, pretty successful. Oh, I'm excited. So that comes oh, wow. through. Well, let, let me know what you let think. Let me there. see here. 
It's wow. uh, oh, that's beautiful. Of... <laughs> I will we'll be posting this when this episode oh, drops. There he is. Yeah. On, oh, that's gorgeous. Uh, Twitter at WHM Podcast and our Instagram also WHM Podcast. In, in certain ones of these, it is unsettlingly close to the cover of Ghoulies. <laughs> oh, you're totally holy shit. Yeah, box four is pretty much yeah, ghoulies. Very close. It's, it's nice. that's not good. Are the not ghoulies <laughs> related to the minions in any shit way, shape? Are they like distant yes. cousins? They're ancestors. Oh, oh yep. ancestors. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and then the critters are involved in there as well. Well, I'll tell you the thing about ghoulies v uh, minions here, though. We know from the ghoulies track record, college educated. Yeah. So uh, that's, they got that up on the minions, at least. <laughs> that's true. Well, well, they they the sequel, Ghoulies Go to College. I feel know? like they, they just kind of squeaked their way through that Bachelor, not unlike myself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, by the hair on their little yellow asses? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, wrote, they wrote some essays on movies, too, and got a C+. <laughs> Exactamente. <laughs> and in a real, we are desperate to make this movie fucking 95 minutes. Uh, right after we've had the, like, a uh, uh, boardwalk scene where they have fun on the roller coaster, and then he stands up for them at the fucking uh, uh, Jack McBrayer's little carnival game thing. Moments later, like after the whole "we're broke" thing, and then they turn in all the money. The it's a it's a two prong montage of Russell Brand's character like working on the plan, and then grew just like getting to know and love the kids even more. And I'm like, you just did it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. fucking buy it now. He stood up for them on the boardwalk. He got the little girl, the fucking unicorn doll. That's I don't need this <sighs> well, second montage. How about him actually doing some villain shit with Doctor Nefario? Well, they'd also well they also just you know they set up the twelve days thing, so you got to fill those twelve days somehow. <laughs> montage helps a lot with those twelve days, I think. And I then, think that really puts it uh, in hyperdrive. And again, Doctor Nefario comes off the top rope as barely a character, and then he's just like. <laughs> Where you got these little girls with they're ruining everything. And it's like, because I guess the recitals on the same day is the perfect day to steal the moon, which we've never really cleared up as to why. <laughs> and it's just sort of like, uh, he's like, why don't we steal moon on Tuesday, not Saturday? And he's like, oh, I can't believe it grew. We've been planning this for years. And I'm like, who are you, sir? <laughs> like, is he your boss? Is he your partner? Is he... Your old mentor is he a fucking ex villain that you decided to team up with just last year? Like yeah. anything would be fucking well, fantastic. Well, if you don't, if you ignore any detail in that case, Steve, it makes it so that you can, you know, really do anything. Mm. You don't have to actually uh, 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 have a confrontation. You can essentially shape the confrontation any way you see fit. That's since true. they don't really are characters. You can do whatever you like. So you can literally have Gru fart on him. And then leave. <laughs> and that is what I wish he had done. But no, there's more talking, of course. And then he's like, I must follow the advice of this vague man living in the house. So he decides to give up the girls. Yeah. Well, this is a question I have here because there's a line where Nefario says to him, if you don't do something about the kids, I will. Is what He's going to kill him, yeah. But like, I had just assumed that it was Nefario that calls Miss Hattie, Kristen Wiig's oh. character, to come get them. Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think that Gru actually did this, it would did be, he? It, he? I think it's read as he did, because later on he's like, I shouldn't have given you up or whatever. Yes, yeah. biggest mistake in life. But whatever. it's, 
But when she comes to the door, he's like, oh, Miss Hattie, what are you doing here? Oh, right. And she's like, you called because you said you wanted to return the kids. And he goes, what? And oh, then okay. the yeah, fucking, right. the old fucker's standing right behind him like, hey. <laughs> well, yeah, because his, so I guess the mistake was allowing, yes. to, for listening to Dr. Nefario right. was what he was, was his mistake, I guess. Like at that moment, he should have been like, oh, I'm sorry to have troubled you, Miss Hattie. That's actually this old senile scientist that works with me. Uh, he's my dad or something. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I should. You know what? I'm going to take this moment. I'm going to figure out what my power dynamic is with this guy. Well, Let's figure it out together. It, it's, Let's just, get in a room and just make a plan. It's this bullshit screenplay thing of like, we need to do that moment where like all is lost right before sure. the climax. And... But this wasn't earned. It doesn't feel like anything. And I know it's not going to even be a thing. I know they're going to be back with him at the end. And well, again, exactly. again, if it's a, yeah. a Pixar movie, you know, and, you know, it, 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 you know who Dr. DeFerio is and why he is. Like, that's just right. that's just yep. the, it's the base level competence of storytelling is what we're talking about. When we Even bad storytelling. Yes. When yeah, you yeah. when you have fucking horrible expository dialogue, which frankly a lot of those Pixar movies do have, like it's at least filling you in. This yeah. is the exact opposite of that, where they're not making any storytelling decisions whatsoever. No, those montages. I mean, you were saying like we've already done it, but like that's literally the meat of the movie is him like getting to know them and becoming yes. bonded with them. And you put it in your montage. Like the most of what the meat of your movie is supposed to be about is a montage right. thing rather than a scene in a movie, which would have been nice. Like Pixar would have never allowed that. They would have had the scene in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Hey, speaking of scenes in movies, we have to stop this thing fucking dead so that we can make a Godfather parody for what no reason. What in the sure. world? <laughs> like what? What the fuck? Honestly, like, at what, this point... What the honest fuck are you doing putting that in this movie? I pretty much stopped watching the movie by this point. <laughs> but it's but also I was like, trying my best. <laughs> that's fair, Eric. I, I don't blame I you I did at all. get through it. Don't worry. I just I just <laughs> was glancing away at time to time. Well, the Godfather parody doesn't make sense because the Godfather parody, the Godfather thing is somebody puts something in there to t send a message. But I guess the joke here is the kids left it in the bed by accident and then he found it. And yep. again, and you wouldn't he wouldn't be horrified, right? He'd have like a cry emote, you know, cry emotion, like, oh no, I can't believe I ruined yeah. one good thing in life. Why would he scream? You're why? totally right. Like, why would he fucking scream? And Unless the, no, maybe it was Dr. Nefario, like, I'm gonna eat those girls. <laughs> I'm gonna gobble him all up. See, I'm gonna start with his unicorn toy. <laughs> you decided yeah. not to give me characteristics, so I've decided to become a cannibal. That's no, right. Yeah. You should you should have <laughs> defined me earlier. Too late. No, yeah, I split three girls with Doctor Nefario. <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> I ate them after I ate a ship. I ate some girls. Ate <laughs> them right up, man. Ate them right up. Delicious. Mm. Now, Doctor Nefario, who is of course my religious advisor, and I love him so <laughs> oh, much. Definitely. Yeah, that guy. You know what? That guy. I think you're right, Chris. Doctor Nefario. He's got power of attorney. Yep. He's got everything to do with Gru's bank account. That's why there's money problems. <laughs> definitely. He's got the deed to yes, the house he's like, under his name. He's the Polly of the franchise. Absolutely. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you you gonna? <laughs> it's a it's a situation where you won't reach enlightenment, Gru, unless you do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up to see if Dr. Nefario is in other films. 
Oh, also, that's a great uh, idea. I would love to not, see more of his like other non non uh, oh, no, other non Despicable Me, or films, if, he's, if he's even in Despicable Me too. Say, oh no, he is. All right, maybe yeah. maybe Despicable Me too opens with his funeral. Oh, that'd be cool. Despicable Three Me. Does Doctor Fire get a really annoying podcast? Is that oh, what happens? My God, he's in uh, the new <laughs> Minions: The Rise uh, okay. of Gru. So he's as well. in all of these. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, he's probably a young love- a young man in that. People love those Despicable. Oh, he's not in Despicable Me Three. It's a, or, or I guess oh, it is no. Despicable. Minions: The Rise of Crew. He is going to be back, and I guess he'll, uh, you know, uh, dec- decry woke culture in that one or something. Mm, that'd be cool. <laughs> I can't wait. Whatever it is, Russell Brand concerns himself with these days. Yeah. Oh, I think he the vaccine is fake. I think. Yes. That's one oh, yeah. Let me do. But he's cool because he does DMT or whatever. It's fantastic. I'm honestly surprised he's still getting cast and stuff like this. And Ricky Gervais has got some new animated movie coming Jesus. out. I'm just like, what? What? Why? Who? Who's that for? Okay. That's the thing. It's like it's it's not from an angle of like like you know I wasn't about to be like because cancel culture doesn't exist. It's not that. It's just like those two guys are so not fucking funny no. or entertaining in any way whatsoever. Well, they just, I mean, they've run out their bit and like, it wasn't funny in the first place or maybe it was in Gervais's for a little bit, but like, they just ran out all goodwill and they never changed it really. They were just like, Double down on everything that they didn't like and just made that their whole routine. Man, remember that fucking Arthur movie? Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, man. That's, I do. I remember we were living in Astoria when they filmed it. It should have been called Arthur colon America Says No. Because that's what <laughs> that's exactly what happened. That was the end of the Russell Brand experience. Which which wonderful. But I do, I do think he was legitimately funny and like forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, he was. But the problem is oh, like yeah. that's just that character and there's nowhere else to go. Yes. Yeah. And he, he just played that character. character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that character was always that character. Was that character? And that character from from Sarah Marshall is the same character from Get Him to the Greek. And in both cases, they're supposed to be like airheaded scumbags, and that's totally fine. But like the second you have him doing literally anything else, Bingo. I don't care. Yep. Don't give him a soul. Don't. don't give Russell Brand a soul. That doesn't work. Because he doesn't have one in real life, so it just doesn't it, work. He just and don't give one to Ricky Gervais either, because he don't believe in one. <laughs> <laughs> is he being cheeky or what? Isn't it? Did you know Isn't I'm it? an atheist? Yes, he's an atheist, but he hates like a lot of human beings. So that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's so. It's just you're just as hateful as a Christian, but you're an atheist yep. for personal cool. reasons. Yeah, for, for completely personal <laughs> reasons. It's really fucking cool, dude. Um, <sighs> so whatever, man. Gru fucking goes up into space and shrinks the moon. All right, that's very nice. Yes, he goes, and meanwhile, he's like, after he does, he's like, I can still make the recital, and he tries to go back. And also, like, I mean, obviously, the only like moon shrinking joke you get is a werewolf turns back into a naked Which guy. Is like, a good it. one, I think. Yes, I think it's it the yeah. best joke of the movie. Yeah. The tide, the tide dies off, and you see a bunch of surfers like fall on rocks, yeah, which is also that's good. I'm glad they addressed that because when I was watching this, I was like, "They're not even going to fucking bother, are they?" <laughs> and they did. They did address the tides, and I appreciated that. Those, those are like the most actual like Looney Tunes esque gags in this. Yes, like other than like a couple of the minions back and forth, but most of this is it. This is really it. We're uh, we're quick to steal a joke from season nine of Seinfeld, sure. where. Dr. Nefario is like, we have to warn him and fast. And he jumps on his rascal scooter and just putts along at two, you know, two miles an hour. Here. Oh, it's yes. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the pretty idea funny. is the shrink ray doesn't last forever. 
and uh, something, something, the smaller something, the bigger something is, the shorter the time it lasts to be shrunken. And that's, I don't, that but it's correct. Don't, don't worry about it. Just don't worry and, about it. And I, as a child watching this movie, definitely care. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I want to be explained all this. It's not just a funny bald guy doing a funny thing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, they, uh, the, the girls are, you know, uh, they do the recital. They're pissed that he's not there. And the uh, vector man are really fucking, he kidnaps him. I guess oh, yeah. to get back at them, but also like, I don't know, man, now you're just kidding. At some point, like, I, I kind of thought the same thing. Like, I wanted Dr. Nefario to be like, are we kidnapping kids? Like, oh, I'm not getting into that kind of beef, dude. I was trying to, I was trying to shrink the mood. I'm not getting into whatever you're getting into with these kids. Back 50 years ago, when I got into villain game, I said one thing to myself. I said, Nefario, you're never going to mess with kids. You never want to get involved in kids. The punishment always harsher, the public perception, always more negative. They will run you through the ringer if you get involved in messing with kids. The Ferio never going to touch a kid. Never take one. You definitely. It's very important not to do If you're going to deal with them, you just kill them outright. You just, you just, you just, you just completely liquidate them. Is that how you got to do it? He's trying them. to get rid of them because there's like a court order that he can't be near them. Mm, that's true. <laughs> uh, but so like now it's something, something... Gru is gonna go save the kids from being kidnapped by Vector because oh sorry, Vector's like you have to give me the moon or and you get the kids and yes, and Gru's and- like, I don't know, this movie's fucking going on too long. Here's the moon. <laughs> well, because we've got we've got really like two to three major locations in this movie. So we go back to Vector's uh-huh. house. Uh where he's holding the children and there did we get the Terminator reference here? What's that? Did we did we see that? So he grew is trying to break in and vector sends like a rocket at him or whatever. And grew does some fancy footwork uh, and all the rockets like blow up the front door. And there's like a bunch of smoke and dust and everything that hasn't cleared yet. And as it does grew like very bad acidly walks into the property and the score for a quick second oh, really? just has a, a big, a bit, a bit of a reference to bum, 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 bum. Uh. Bum, bum, bum. And he wa- he walks through the smoke and then sure. like just as quickly as it started, it goes away again. I was like, ooh, well, fuck that. Well, the, for the yeah, that's the two movies that everybody's seen. The Godfather and the Terminator. So like, <laughs> make sure we hit the mark here, everybody. That's right. Yep. Um, yeah, so yeah, everything's gonna wear off. The moon is gonna start growing bigger, and it does immediately. Vector is flying away in his ship with the kids. So Gru's now flying after them. So we're ending this sort of in the skies here. And like the kids got to jump out the back of the one plane and Gru's doing like, I will catch you. I promise. It, whoa, whoa, we were. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Air Force One. Ha! It's, it's yeah, like totally. a little bit, a little bit of that going on here. Uh, I would like to see a President Gru. I assume that's Despicable Me 4, President Gru. <laughs> oh, President Gru, man. I don't know. <laughs> that would be something. And you, the, you know what? He'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Was he born in this country? Can he be president? Oh. Ooh, I, I, good I, question. I think eventually we'll scrap that anyway. Mm. If, if, uh, if Arnold really wants to make a run, they'd scrap it. I wish. Yeah. I, yeah. Scrap it now. Who gives a shit? <laughs> 
You already let a fucking game show host do it. What does it matter if someone wasn't born in the country? Like, I feel like that rules in place because they're like, well, you know, a dastardly silver-tongued Brit will come over here yep. and then hand oh, us yep. back to the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's exactly right. I think that's what it was. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll definitely keep democracy. <laughs> um, oh, oh, my. From uh, Montana, you understand? <laughs> and uh, I'm uh, just a folk singer. I most solemnly swear not to give us back to the queen. <laughs> <laughs> this this sounds like a good movie. You know, you set, you set it around the, the War of 1812. Totally. The Manchurian tea candidate. I like something? it. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I think oh, we can work mm-hmm. with that. And at the end, it ends in Boston and someone throws him into the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps, perhaps we could save just a little bit of the tea. <laughs> He's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so whatever. Then, like, so the the two little girls go, and then Margot, the oldest one's kind of stuck. You, the two little girls, because it's it's you know why? Because it's cute little girl and fucking hat girl sucking yep. up air in this movie. That's I'm why you might as well you, just do. Girl, it. You got nothing to say. Do it at the same time, dude. It doesn't even matter. Like, get two of them out of the way at the same mm-hmm. time. That's exactly what this is. You're right. Steve, she's wearing the hat. I, okay? I know, I know. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking congratulations. Her thing is wearing the hat. <laughs> it's a very funny hat. It's not a thing. Do you it's think people go to the wardrobe. movies for the hat? Is the hat in the sequels? Oh, I, probably. <laughs> probably. I that mean, is a question I have, actually. Are these little girls still in the movies? I, are they voiced by the same? I believe they I know did. Hat Girl, actually, because I, I looked up Hat Girl. <laughs> the woman who voices Hat Girl... Uh, has kind of only done these movies. Mm. So I saw her IMDb profile and it was like all of these movies. Yes. So, but like, are you getting Elsie Fisher back at, or uh, what's her name? Uh, Miranda Cosgrove? I'm not sure about it. I'm, I'm sure Elsie, what, what is she? I mean, like, you know, she's working. But. If, if if I was Elsie Fisher or Miranda Cosgrove, I'd be like, I fucking want to come back. Hey, Absolutely. You want me to do 20 lines for what? Like $500,000? Sure. I'll do yeah, Oh, yeah, she's... Uh, Miranda Cosgrove, yeah, she's in all of them. And there's yep. a, she's, I see she's got an announced Despicable Me 4. I guess they're not in Minions Rise of Gru because he's a baby in that one. Mm. Yeah, right. yeah, a little prequel sitch there. That's mm-hmm. the idea. It's a separate franchise, too. I mean, it's 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 just beautiful how this has grown into a terrible death tree of animation. Mm-hmm. Wow, Elsie Fisher also doing a voice, speaking of Uncle Fester, in that Adams Family cartoon movie. Oh, really? Yeah, the 2019, the first one. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Steve, you want to talk about bad animation? I, I, you couldn't worst. tell me. Uh, if yeah, we, I, I have no idea. What if it we is. had, if we had to do it for the show, I'd watch it. I'd watch the whole thing. <laughs> it is. I mean, oh man, I, I had to pull up the page because I wanted to see if she played a like significant character, but it, it's probably just like some friend or something. But like, I am not a fan of that animation at all. Oh, Eep. No. Eep. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so she tries to jump. She fucking falls. Gru jumps to catch her, and he falls. And then the minions save the day. Can you even believe Whoa, it? Wow, Thank pretty God. wild. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they all like do a, make like a human ladder kind of a thing. A human centipede. Him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man, a minion centipede. centipede. Oh fuck, <laughs> dude. Gru Longest before centip- the kids came up. He was like, ah, why not? I make minion centipede. Oh, definitely. Like the first <laughs> batch he made of them. Mm-hmm. It would be a thing. Okay, how about this, right? He rents human centipede and he's watching it. He's sitting there in his t 
terribly rendered purple couch watching <laughs> the human centipede. And then like it gets over and he's watching the credits and he's like, say, speaking of no one's looking. And so he's actually inspired by the movie itself yep. to make a minion centipede. <laughs> that's about as meta as it gets. I like, folks. I like it. Oh, God. That's, a, that's light year type thinking. I like that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Totally. <laughs> this was the fucking movie that Andy watched when he loved so much. Human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, whatever. They go back to uh, the house. Vector is stuck on the moon with, like, a plastic bag around his head. So this guy's not long. Well, that's, I, I was like, oh, is Ve- are we just going to, like, imply that Vector died for being so mean? That'd be something. He's just going to go on the moon, like, in a horrific yeah. gravity kind of fashion. He's just going to explode, essentially. His but little no, head pops off or something. But I guess, he, yeah, he's got some science reason to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a science reason to be alive. Um, he accident he accidentally consumed some minion bloods. So now he can survive forever. I guess Ooh, isolation yeah. and exile is dark enough for a kid's movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean he's gonna marry that. You're right though. He's gonna marry that minion for sure. Oh, yeah, dude, he's gonna be <laughs> slamming its ass, mm-hmm. and it's got a lot of Probably. buoyancy in that trunk. If you know what I'm saying, fellas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be like the end of Gremlins too. Oh yes, exactly. Here comes the bride, but it's a minion. Oh God! So many people in the United States would give everything to marry one of those things. I guarantee it. Oh yeah. Oh, give it. It's the same people that fucking write letters to serial killers in prison. It's the same (laughs) thing. Same shit. (laughs) I will say, I quickly looked up uh, Jason Siegel's IMDb page, and unless they recast uh, Vector. He does not return. So never seen from again. Maybe presumed dead on the moon. I don't <laughs> That's know. That's cool. They should go to the moon <laughs> in a sequel and see a skeleton. That would be a fun little joke. Oh yeah, the little glasses yeah. on it. Yeah, That'd be fun. the or the yeah. or the glasses of the orange tracksuit on the skeleton. Definitely. I did that. <laughs> uh, so then we just have a big fucking dumb party at the end to celebrate. Given the moon back. And, and the movie's over. The movie's over. That's what's Well, about. it's a make good on the recital, Chris, so that now he can go and see the kids, whatever, and we're all happy, and Pharrell is doing the songs or whatever, and we're <laughs> and dancing our little rubber asses. Julie Andrews, you cannot believe she's in this movie, is in this scene as a way to sort of wrap up that thing where, like, now she, like, likes him so that his relationship with his mother is healed. Sure. I bet uh-huh. you. Yeah, I guess there's so. no way she knows she did this movie, right? No, absolutely not. No, but she remembers Aquaman, though. <laughs> oh yes, she doesn't remember all these other pieces of shit, but she well, remembers dude, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, she did that press conference where she's got all the compendiums and whatnot, and like all the stories. <laughs> oh my the god, years of yeah, yeah. Aquaman! That she she's oh, back yes. in in Minions: The Rise of Gru. Damn it! Oh, and since it's a prequel, it's probably a bigger role. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh god. Fuck damn it. that poor woman. You know what? If you're doing that, give her a Kraken movie, The Rise of Kraken. Yes. And and make her be the young Kraken from Aquaman. You know, you're yep. you're 87 years old. Maybe you can relax. Yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I think Eric, I think she is relaxing. She probably is doing this from the studio that's built in her house. That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> it's just immediately be- uploading it. Just shitting all over their own legacy, but I guess she was already in the Shrek movies. Well, but you know what she did, though, which I think was it's totally right on. And, you know, whatever other these cash grabs you want to criticize her for, fine. She fucking refused 
to do a cameo in that new Mary Poppins movie and good honor. Well, That's she knew it. Good honor. She knew it turned when she saw it, man. She's like, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, did you, anyone see that? I did not. I, did. I, I did saw not. it in theaters. Man. No good. The nostalgia got me a little emotional and whatnot. I grew up with that first movie, but that second movie, I'll tell you the biggest problem with it right off the bat. You leave the theater, you cannot remember a single fucking song in it. And like mm-hmm. when you think about the source material of the, you know, or not the source material proper, but the first movie, I mean, oh, the songs are fucking legendary. And oh, yeah. we, Chelsea and I both left the theater and we were like, uh, can you recall a single song from that movie that just finished five minutes ago? And we could not. So, yeah, it is not a good movie. She made the right call there. Speaking of not good movies, this ends. Yes, like we said, all of a sudden it goes from the nice dance recital music to record scratch DJ Minion. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Oh, and then like geez. pop music comes on. We have the Gru-Ray disc joke, uh-huh. which makes no fucking sense because it's audio equipment, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, now, but now Gru's dancing his skinny little ass off and everyone's loving it. Yeah. Sure. And then he takes he takes the girls and they go up on like a high platform and they're looking at the moon. It's so close. It's like fucking melancholia for some reason. It's huge. Uh, and that's the end of the movie. They they fade out on looking at the moon. And then you get a fucking five-minute Minion short film at the end. Of course, because right. someone in the studio is smart. like, get me more Wait, Minions. There was a short film at the end? No, just, well, like, there's a lot just of, like, like before the credits started. Oh, it's like okay, a Minion yeah, yeah. fucking around on like a white screen. Yeah, I, yeah, okay, I saw that. I thought maybe I missed like, you know, Nick Fury recruiting the Minions or whatever. No, and, it, and it's also not like the short at the beginning of Roger Rabbit. Mm. With baby Huey flying around. None of that either. I'm getting, I wish. I'm getting together the Minion Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Kill me, It's dead. a new initiative. Oh, man. And somehow, yeah, soon to be the fifth movie in this franchise will be released. Unfucking believable But that is Despicable Me from 2010, directed by Chris Renaud and Pierre. I wish we were also in a coffin uh, <laughs> because of watching this movie. Uh, so let's go around the horn here, folks. Uh, recommendations and final thoughts. We're definitely saving Eric the last for this one. Uh, Chris, Chris Cavan, uh, a terrible movie. Do not see it. I, I first saw this, uh, with my, uh, my cousin's kid and it was just like, you know, you're doing your thing. Like, I mean, he's like a nephew to me. So we were just watching, having fun. And I thought it was, I wasn't really paying attention. I was like, oh, that's funny. He was laughing a bunch. That's good. But then I actually watched the thing and you pay attention to what's happening. And it is just absolute garbage. And like, there's no regard for like storytelling or anything. Anything you might want to tell kids is good about movies. It's just none of it's there. Uh, so yeah, absolutely no. It's a terrible movie. Steven Sadak. Yeah, I, I agree with Chris though. I mean, I do think it's important to at least say, yes, if you're watching this with your kid, I know for a fact that there are much worse movies out there that you could be watching with, with your kid. Totally get it as ad nauseum. You. There's only so many hours in the day, et cetera. But just as a movie that I have to watch, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> this is a movie I have to watch. No, um, it's not. It's not for me. It's it, it, again. I think the humor. It's got a lot of funny people in it, but it's just you know we fall on really tired tropes. We don't let them really. You know they're not writing the movie. You know what I mean? And the, they're yeah. just. Yeah. And also, like you know, they're also not really voice actors either. You know that they have funny voices, but they're again we're. It's a bit of a celebrity voice acting scenario where it kind of doesn't matter. No, just no. Um, I saw on the credits that one of those minions was apparently voiced by Jermaine Clement. Sure. Oh. 
Easiest okay. check here, man. Mod, mod, yep. You can modulate my voice, then I'll go whoop a boo, whoop a boo. Because I think the rest of them are the voice by the directors. Yes, the two the two guys, but Jermaine Clement is is credited as one of them. Anyway, uh, yeah, no F plus. This movie fucking sucks. I I have to say I remembered feeling like I had more goodwill to it after the first time I saw it. It just was not here this time. Maybe it is because I was paying closer attention. Like Steve said, I totally understand the parent thing. Like, yes, you can use this as a 95-minute babysitter. Absolutely. That doesn't mean it's a good movie. Uh, You know, I will say, actually, I remembered that first Minions movie being better because it's a weird, like, it feels almost like a bunch of it is just really, like, absurdist comedy sketches with these fucking things. And again, the physical violence is all there. You don't have the bad Steve Carell thing. And, like, Apparently, with this Minions 2 Rise of Gru, they've just ruined that and brought him back. But whatever. I'm sure if I went back and rewatched that, it's just as insufferable. Big no for me. Eric Siska, I left you last because you hated the movie. Have at it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, until they supply me with like a biological chart of what exactly (laughs) is going on with these Minions, Mm, I'm just going to hate it till the day I die. So this is a big fat no for me. Keeping it short and sweet. Because we're going to be in a coffin soon ourselves. It's true. <laughs> Eric, I would just love to have you like you be like Michael Fassbender in Alien Covenant, just <laughs> held up on a planet with these books yeah. of the innards of minions, like <laughs> these drawings. And like you've been there yeah. alone for years, cutting them open, sure. trying to breed them with each other, and then, yes, creating yes. some terrible yellow menace. I love this idea because then I can <laughs> inflict them upon mankind. I mean, it's true. They are kind of the perfect organism in that way. Like I said, they don't breathe, dude. They don't breathe. Yeah. If they don't breathe, they probably don't have to eat also. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, you're totally right. Uh, That is going to do it for this discussion on Despicable Me. Of course, uh, if you want more We Hate Movies content, of course, go over to patreon.com slash we hate movies. Tons of content over there uh, exclusively only if you subscribe, including a new once in a lifetime that just dropped recently on a ridiculous film called Baby Napped, which Eric, real quick, yes. which is the better movie, Baby Napped or Despicable Me? Uh, Baby Napped. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we got the Nexus coming out. Who are we doing on Glee Glossary? We are doing Davin Felth, the stormtrooper that said, look, sir, droids. And prior to that, we did George R. Binks, uh, Jar Jar's Ooh. father. We've done tons of characters on there. Emperor Palpatine, Boba Fett. It's just a fun sideshow where we we talk about Star Wars characters. I read these guys' entries from the old EU, and we laugh at it. We got uh, Melro 210 out. Uh, The June edition was two real fucking bangers uh, of Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose Place. Uh, We had a lot of fun there. Uh, what the hell else? What's the well, We Love movie? That's Steve. Jurassic Park, a big motherfucker. Uh, yeah. To tie into that Jurassic World movie that nobody likes. <laughs> and we've also got a hundredth episode of Animation Damnation coming out this month. Oh, man, I can't yeah, even believe it. On uh, Fairy Tales for Every Child episode, Henny Penny. And you know what? You're like, oh, that sounds like whatever. Uh, the cast is Sherrod Stone. Great. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Johnny Cochran Jr. Uh, is Johnny Cochran, actually. Sure. Uh, oh. Mary, Mary Hart is in this. Uh, mm. Geraldine Ferraro. <clears throat> okay. Alan Dershowitz is around. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Excuse me? Rudy Giuliani is in uh-huh. there. What? Robert Guglielmi. Uh, Jesse Jackson. And, the, and Henry Kissinger as Ducky Dad. 
medals. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> what in the fuck? I can't wait. I'm watching this tomorrow, wait. and I've been waiting all month to watch this fucking thing. Yeah, it's very exciting. Oh, my God. That's momentous. I cannot wait for that. Uh, and, of course, we do have our latest commentary is also out of Talking Capmentary. Wow, that's really something, that movie. A lot of fun on that commentary as well. You can you can listen to it on its own, or you can sync it up and watch the movie with us. A lot of fun on those commentaries. Uh, but here on the main feed, of course, uh, the summer blockbuster extravaganza continues next week. Steve, what film uh, will be chatting about that? Is it Despicable Me too? It is not, but it is a two, 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 two. It is Thor the Dark World, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is the Frost Giants one. No, the Frost Giants one's the first one. This is the evil. Oh, is that right? The evil elf Malkeith, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Eccleston under a bunch of stuff. Oh, turds. You know, I I think this was the one, Eric. Didn't we see this in theaters together? Super high. Oh yes, probably. Because I was about to say, I don't think I ever saw it, but what you're describing sounds exactly (laughs) right. That means you did. That means you did. Oh man. So until next week with Thor two and me and Eric having some memories kick loose. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.